Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. We are the Gaming Stooges. I'm Jack. You can call me Cloud. And I'm Landon. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show. Man, 2023 was a year. It sure was. Are we alive? Yeah, we yeah. are, I think. Oh. Is this thing on? <laughs> this thing's on loud and clear. So, oh God. it's time for Gaming Stooges 2023 year in review, baby. Baby. Because as we do every year, we wait like a whole month before we actually do our year in review to give everybody time to actually establish things that came out in 2023. Unlike the Game Awards, which will do everything a month early. Like any publication that does like top end of year lists will do a month early. Yep. But we decide we're cool. So we're going to do everything a month late as usual. So we've got a long list of games that came out this year. And the last few years, this is what we've been doing. We're just going to run through every month, just month by month and go through the releases. We can basically, we're going to smash or pass. Like this is a, it's a podcast staple. If we want to talk about it, we can. If we don't want to talk about it, we can say pass. I'm going to smash Jack, that whooper. J- Jack has an emotional support whooper with us because I'm sure Len- that he's going to need it. Al pointed out the whooper, so I had to show it off. The whooper. So yeah, uh, we are going to go over the games that came out this year, and then we're also going to go back afterwards and just kind of talk about whatever games we played this year, even if they didn't come out in 2023. But let's go ahead and jump right in. We've got January, which we've got quite a lot of uh, bullet points now. These notes, uh, the preliminary lists I made, and then Landon basically added some extra stuff that I missed and cleaned everything up afterwards. So the first thing that came out was a Dead Space remake on modern platforms. You got PC PS5 and Xbox Series X that came out on January 2nd. Pass. Pass. I didn't play it. We got One Piece Odyssey, which came out on all modern platforms on January 13th. The sequel to Dragon Ball Kakarot. Pass. I didn't play that. Oh, I thought this was the sequel to Mario Odyssey. Damn, I got the wrong series. The Odyssey series is really fucked up. It actually goes Super (laughs) Mario Odyssey, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, one Assassin's Odyssey. Creed, and then Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then and then Abe's Odyssey. Yeah, but there I don't go. know how they got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot mixed in there. Yeah, just just is. Whoops. Uh, the next thing that came that happened was uh, Google Stadia closed down on January eighteenth. Smash, 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 smash. <laughs> smash. People got that's refunded for that shit. That's good news, and by good news I mean that's. that's that is, I who who didn't see this coming? Like Stadia was sputtering out of the gate. Like they, this was doomed to fail. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Unfortunately, there's now a bunch of dead media. So yep. I don't know if because it's good they, news. Yeah, they they did manage to get some stuff that is only on Stadia, and now doesn't exist. It's gone. It's so cool. Uh, there was two major 
instances of Persona games being brought to modern systems. We had Persona 4 Golden finally getting released outside of Steam, so you can get it on Nintendo Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. And Persona 3 Portable, yes, Portable, came out on all modern platforms. You got PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS, uh, you got Xbox One, Xbox Series X. That was on the 19th. Uh, I, I already had Persona 4 Golden, and I didn't have the money to get, like, Persona 5 Royal, I think I was going to get on another system. And uh, I'm not interested in Persona 3 Portable. And I mean, this podcast is being like recorded right around the release of Persona 3 Reload anyway. So like, what the fuck's the point? It's coming up. You know, that's exactly why I didn't pre-order the um, limited run games uh, Switch release for persona 3 portable because it's like it's persona 3 portable like it doesn't even have the fes content it's a bad port from what i've heard and uh yeah persona 3 reload is just around the corner so yeah i ordered from what it I heard, because i wanted to yeah. because it's from what fun. i heard the uh like the bad part about it was like they just they like messed up like audio and like graphic presentation, like with like sound balancing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it, apparently it's even worse than the PSP version. Which not saying the PSP's version's bad. It's like somehow they messed up a modern port of a PSP game. But moving on, we got Fire Emblem Engage that came out on the twentieth, a single day later on Nintendo yeah, Switch. Pass. Yeah, Class classic. <laughs> you you said that. Pass, yeah, pass. <laughs> he's, he's smashing, but he's saying pass. Yeah, Cla- classic. I haven't played it yet. Classic. I didn't get to. I didn't get to play Engage. How do you feel about it, Landon? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a good game. People disliked it because it, uh, it, for some reasons, but I liked it because it was fun. It was fun. I, I think I heard the gameplay people... solid. Uh, I think a lot of people... Well, it has a okay story. I mean, that's like... It's a, it's a serviceable Fire Emblem story. Um, and some of the characters look funny because they have toothpaste hair. But I like the game, so that's the, the end of that. All right. Uh, For Spoken came out on PC and PS5 on January 24th. We'll put this on the, the list. Bi- the biggest I mean, pass I, on the entire list. I, I put it here because it was a notable release, but not in a good way. It was just... It was a... Yeah, it was a notable release in that everybody made fun of it for a few weeks, and it was pretty funny. Exactly. Not the game itself. I think I put this on the list. Did you? Really? I thought I did. No, you, you put some other funny ones on there, but I think I put this one on there. Okay. The, the funniest thing to come out of the Forspoken... Just anything with Forspoken was the donkey video for Forspoken, where he showed it like maybe half a second of gameplay and then just decided to play Spider Man 2 instead. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the next day, we got the release of Hi Fi Rush on PC and Xbox Series X. I still need to play this. I've, I've heard this is a good game. I just, I'd like almost never play like new releases on PC, so like I just haven't gotten to it. Yeah, I'm kind of a pleb. I you if there's like a chance that it'll be released phys- like released 
on a console physically at some point, then I usually wait for it. And then sometimes that just never happens. Uh, we also got the release the very next day after that for Pizza Tower on PC. Yeah, classic. Good answer, Steve. Classic. Jack? I have played it a little bit. A little bit? Okay. Yeah, you I played it before <laughs> because... the podcast. Actually, I did actually. Oh, for oh like wow! An hour. Nice. Thank yeah. you. I just decided. I, to... I gifted this game to him, and he just never got around to playing it. Yeah, and Cloud was like, "You could play it before the stream," and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't have anything else to do." Damn, that's actually so, a good idea. Yeah. Well, so, I'm not gonna uh, do that. It's actually, I mean, don't <laughs> give me credit. That's not what I said. I said that I'm not sure you'll get to it before the stream, but you should still play it soon. And then apparently you just played it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought, I mean, I had a little bit of time. I figure I could at least, like, get started on it and get a feel for what it's like. Uh, I've only done three levels so far, not including the intro level, uh, but it's really, it's really fun. I, like... I love everything about it presentation-wise. The art style is really, like, crude and, like, poorly drawn in a very endearing way. Uh, like, there's a sound effect for literally... There's probably, like, ten sound effects for, like, literally everything, and they're all very, like, cartoonish and goofy. Like, it feels like if you took Ed, Ed and Eddie and, like, took that like entire aesthetic and made a Wario Land game because structurally it is just a Wario Land game like you go through a level try and get as high of a score as you possibly can and then you like smash a you smash a thing at the end and then you got to run all the way back to the beginning in a limited amount of time like it's exactly like Wario Land but like I'm not complaining because I love Wario Land 4 and it's exactly that it has a... I mean, not to talk about this too much, because I've only played it for, like, an hour, but, like, it's really good. I, just, I liked what I played I'm, so far. I'm glad to hear it. I am glad to hear it. That was all of the stuff that came out or happened in January. Moving on to February, the first release of the month was actually a stealth drop of Metroid Prime Remastered on February 8th. Nintendo did a direct that day, and they just said... Guess what? We got a really cool remaster of Metroid Prime coming. Guess what? You can actually just get it right now. And then they Hell. released the they released it physically uh, later that month. I don't remember like, the date, and Landon did not actually put it up here. Uh, because even when it was supposed to come out to retail, it didn't come out to retail. Whatever that day was. True. Yeah, yeah it was supposed to be but, like it was like somewhere in like the like the last week of the month too. yeah but it was it like most stores didn't receive it until like a week and a half later but mm, it's just okay. crazy like it's just crazy how this game like they just announced it and it's like yeah it's out digitally right now you can go play it and it's only $40 for like a straight up remaster of the original game and it's nothing but an improvement we did a whole stream for this for this game i had a great time this is still like one of my favorite games ever uh despite the hunt for that missile which took hours of my life we went through uh, a whole stream of grandia 2 with metroid prime remastered in the background in the background and he couldn't and I did find, not find it, it. um <sighs> but yeah uh fantastic game great remaster uh 
and affordable, like $40 for one of the best, like, action-adventure games ever made. What the fuck? Yeah. Do you have anything to add, Landon? Classic. Haven't played it yet. All right. The next release was the uh, initial release on uh, current-gen for Hogwarts Legacy. That came out on February 10th for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. It came out later in the year on other platforms. I haven't played this game. Uh, my... I know uh, Kari's been playing this, right, yep, Landon? She has. How is she, how is she liking it? She enjoys it. She turned it on easy mode, and it's just, I mean, it's like one of her first actual, like, video games that she's playing. So. Okay. Uh, but she she was getting into the the exploration and the combat. So nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh Bethany has also been playing Hogwarts Legacy uh as of late and she's also really enjoying it. So uh take it from our girlfriends. It's a good game. Yeah. Mine hasn't played it and I haven't played it yet either, but I mean I I'm kind of interested. I'm, I I might be won over if it's like on a deep discount and not paying $70 for it. Yeah. It, uh, same. The, the next release that came out, this one's for you, Al. We got Like a Dragon Ishin remake that yeah. came out on all modern platforms. You got PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X on February 21st. I know none of us have played this, but I just wanted to mention it. Al, write in. Tell us what you think. We'll, we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Uh, Even though he's here live. We're going to talk PlayStation, about it in the next podcast. Yeah, PlayStation VR 2 actually came out on the 22nd, so that was a new hardware release. And, uh, yeah, I know, I don't know. I, I've never had any experience with the PlayStation VR. My VR experience is extremely limited. And I know, Landon, you have a VR headset, but it's not a PSVR 2, and you didn't buy it, you just, you got it. Ah, you mean... Oh, he's he's got it right. He's got it right with him, folks. Wow, he was prepared. Nice. Your mic is still muted. Your mic, your mic is muted. Fuck you, Mike. Uh, this sealed <laughs> MetaQuest Pro. Nice. Still sealed. So, still sealed. We'll see. So yeah. maybe one day. <laughs> I mean, I I have no interest in the PSVR two. I don't know if you guys want to say anything about it. Pass. Pass. Uh, the 24th of February saw the release of the Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe remake slash remaster. Mostly, it is kind of a remake because it adds more content. And, yeah, it's that came out on the 24th. Classic. Uh, anybody anybody want to say anything about this game? Haven't played it yet. Haven't played it yet. <laughs> I, assume it, I assume it's good because it's a remake of one of the best Kirby games, but... I don't have anything to say about this version specifically. Yeah, I think, like, you also just had recently played it with, uh... Yeah, we both played it together. We we so, played it less than a year before... Less than a year before it came out. So yeah. I wasn't, like, in a hurry to get it again, especially since I still own it for the Wii, so... Right. I bought and it. And the last... Sitting in my well, two-play case... And then our last major release of the month was Octopath Traveler 2 uh, on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5 on the 24th. Smash. Yes, Landon? Smash? 
is fun. I was going to say, you've been playing this one a bit. Yeah, I've been playing it off and on. I put it down for a little bit because other things we'll talk about, and then I picked it back up because of dead space in between things we're going to talk about. But uh, I really enjoy it. I have all like the characters. I've done at least their chapter ones. I think I've done most of their chapter twos. Um, started doing like some of the joint chapters where it's like focusing on two characters at once, which is neat. I really like all of the characters in this. Uh, they all like like all. I enjoyed the story I played out of all of them so far. Okay, nice. Uh, and then moving on to March, we've got quite a few uh, announcements and releases here. The first one, this one's for you, Landon. We got The Legend of Heroes, Trails to Azure on PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4 on March 14th. I've been playing that one. I'm at the intermission chapter right now. One day, I'll finish it. How you liking it so far? Oh, it's good. Like... Good? Ooh. Ooh. So many good callbacks. There's, like, a bunch of characters throughout the series that show up. You um, did show off some of that in our yeah. Discord server, I remember now. I don't think you got far enough into Cold Steel to where... Because Cold Steel 1, like, some of that takes place during what's happened... Like, the summer months of Cold Steel 1 take okay, place... Yeah. Dur- like, these are, like, events that are happening at the same time. So, like, you you see, like, some of the stuff that happens. Um, and, like, a lot of the characters from that game. Uh, this version specifically, they added characters uh, that were not represented uh, originally. Um, so, Toa, Toa Herschel, uh, shows up in the, uh, the big uh, trade conference. Uh, because oh, wow. in Cold Steel... She joins Prince Oliver and, like, goes along with his party. Um, So she's actually present. And then um, Una Crawford from Cold Steel 3 and 4, one of the Class 7 party members from there. Um, She's a child. uh, She's younger. She's, like, just joining the police academy at Crossbell. Um, So you get to interact with her. So they did some cool stuff with it. Um, But, yeah, there's, like... Some of the more normal stuff, you got a bunch of, like, the high-end people. Uh, Father Kevin shows up at the beginning, does some really cool shit. Father Kevin! Father fucking Kevin. Shoutouts to... the best characters. The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. I don't know why I shouted that one out. Not one of the games he's in. Not not the Trails in in the Sky games that he actually, like, shows up. Not second chapter or the third, but... Nope. Shout out to Cloud. Not, 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 the, not the game that he's the main character for, Trails of the Third and Sky the Third. No. 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 But shout, shout out to Cloud's uh, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel streams he was doing on his uh, personal Twitch. I, yeah. I gotta get back to playing it. I mean, I the reason why I stopped was because I tried to back up the save and then, like, it didn't back up. And then I had to replay parts of the pretty much the whole game. And now I'm really sad. Well, it could be worse. You could be having to play through a worse game. True. I could have to play through a bad game. Yeah. Uh, but move, now, moving on, uh, I mentioned that was on March 14th, so, like, everything that happened in March was in the back half of the month. 
we had the release of Bayonetta Origins, and pr- forgive my pronunciation, I have no idea how you pronounce this, uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon on Nintendo Switch on March 17th. You have a game called Have a Nice Death that came out on originally on March 22nd on PC and then Nintendo Switch. Uh, came out later in the year on everything else. I'm pretty sure that neither of these are relevant to anyone here. No. I just, just threw them up there. Yeah, this was uh, on your list. The, we got the Resident Evil 4 remake that came out on PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X on March 24th. I have not touched this, but I've heard it's really good. I, I don't mean, have yeah, anything to say about it. I was going to say, it. yeah, it it's it feels like it's been so long ago, but that was like the big game people were talking about for a little while when it came out. Yeah. Al Cesare uh, 4 Remake is great, and I take right. his word for it. And then, sadly, unfortunately, a few days later on March 27th, there was the closure of the Wii U and 3DS eShops. Rest in peace. Bad answer, Steve. 3DS, man, that's still, like, one of my favorite systems of all time. Like, it, the internet the internet for its service is going to be going down on April 8th coming up, so, like, salute to that. We need to do... Cloud, if you have a way to stream it, we should absolutely play Mario Kart 7 one last time. Or wait, are the servers shut down or the servers are not are going down on April 8th. So it is still possible to play games with each other through the yes, 3DS. That okay. that that I is that is that is sure. the service that's going down. The internet we, w- connection closure is on April 8th. We definitely need to do like one last like run through every course of Mario Kart 7 before uh, it goes down. I could do that. I have the means to do that. I mentioned on the Hell yeah. on the Discord server. I've just I just have to get it set up. So I mean, we could do it. Do you want to read the editor's note on that one? Uh, yes. Oh yeah. And by the way, I here's the here's something really sad. The same day that this closure was happening, because I had Warren Landon, he goes to try to get his Wii U booted up, and it's dead. It's gone. It, it's, it just itself. doesn't just doesn't fucking work. It was real badass. The the day that this happened, this could not have been on a worse time. It's just really unfortunate. Yeah. Rest in but peace, Lennon's Wii U. He still has the Wii U, so if there ever is a means that he finds out of like being able to try to pull the data off of it, like he still has it. It's just he can't and, get it started. And for a long time you were buying like digital only on the Wii U. Oh yeah. Like, the the only game that you had physically, I think, was Wind Waker for, I, like, the longest time. I had, uh, well, obviously Nintendo Land, because they gave you yeah. that physically. And then I bought, uh, before I even, like, knew I was going to get a Wii U on launch day, I pre-ordered a copy of Sonic and All- uh, Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then it just happened I got a Wii U on launch day, um, which was funny on my part but uh yeah until the wind waker came out those were the the only physical games i had for it and like even after you got wind waker it was still like just those three for a long time so like there was a lot yeah there was a lot on that wii u that just got fucking wiped but Uh, we'll go into that more i think in uh two podcasts from now Yeah. yeah uh Later on that month, we got Dredge released on pretty much every platform available 
right now, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X on March 30th. And then on March 31st, the day before April Fool's, totally not joking, we got the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog on Steam. They I just still haven't played that. They just straight up put like a Yeah, it's and apparently it's pretty damn good. Like, Jack, why haven't you streamed that yet? Honestly, great question. It's free, isn't it? Yeah. I I think so. Like I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it's on my Steam list check. right now. Uh no, it it definitely is cuz I remember I think I redeemed it. I just never played it yet. Yeah, like, it's literally in my library right now. Yeah. I, I just need to play it. Fucking Sonic I've, Month uh, yeah. this year, baby. June. Yeah. Yep. We could. I was going to say, that's an idea. Yeah. Save it for June. Do it for Sonic Month. We have Sonic Month every year. No, we uh, don't. And then, Not every you know, year. You know, you know what's a bigger April Fool's joke than the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog? The what's first that? episode of the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. That's right. Yeah. We started our podcast, and the first episode went out everywhere on march 31st yeah that's this podcast that's the one you're listening to hey that's pretty cool right now i can't believe that yeah, this... got into the notes so that was all of march april we once again pretty much all back half stuff but we had the release of Mega Man battle network legacy collection so i'm sure the metal Mega Man battle network fans are pretty happy about that Cool. Cap Capcom sometimes remembers that they have fans of Mega Man, and then they put like a collection of like five plus games, and then they're like, "Here you go. We're not making a new one though." Yeah. Uh, that came out on PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4 on April 14th. In addition to Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, we also got the console release of the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters on Nintendo Switch and PS4 on April 19th. So, finally, after like way too long of waiting we finally got all of the final fantasy pixel remasters which have been generally well regarded uh released on platforms that most of us actually care about and will play these games on if we care about them aka probably just me and maybe jack for final fantasy 6 and that's it but i own this collection physically for the switch you do because they did do a physical release, but not an official one. It was like Play Asia, right? No, they have like they, a it, no. It was Japan only, right? No. So there was a there was a physical U.S. release that was only sold through the Square Enix store. Okay. Impossible to get. I still ordered mine off of Play Asia because gotcha. Okay, all it right. was easier to do that. But there was a U.S. release through the Square yeah. Enix store. It was like a special release, but yeah, that, yeah. That, that makes sense. I mean, that makes more sense than like them not doing that because like Square does that all the time, actually. They just like sell games on their store. But what if instead of that, they had done a standard retail release where you could just buy it in a store? Because wow. they didn't want to, nah. because they didn't want to cut the price down to retail price for it. Because it, yeah. That's basically the only reason why. Because no, the collections they could have sold it at eighty dollars. Dumbasses would have I bought mean, it. Maybe it's just I like from my experience where when I was working in my department at work, like they we would get like certain like collections like that in, and they would almost never sell. 
So, like, I, I think it was probably just a thing where they didn't want to, like, put it out. Maybe it was also because, like, if they wanted people to buy it in retail, they would have had to price it at $60, but they didn't want to cut the price. And if they had put it out at retail at the price that they were actually selling it for, they probably would not have sold that many copies. So, I, think, I mean, shipping it out is is a cost. I think they're cowards. <laughs> you think they're cowards? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, th- more and more re-releases, remasters, remakes this month. We got Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp finally came out on April 21st. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. This game was pushed back, for those who don't know, because... The release that it was, even though it's not like 100% like connected at all to this whatsoever, because it does involve war and it was scheduled to come out at a certain point, there was the war in Ukraine that broke out. So that was, they knew that would have been tasteless. So they pushed it back and we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And they finally decided to just send it out April 21st this past year. Landon has this game. You want to talk about it? But I'm eating a cookie right now. But we're doing a podcast right now. But yeah. I... <laughs> we're doing a podcast and neither me or Jack have this game. So you're the only one that's yeah. going to talk about it. But okay. But cookie. But cookie. The cookie. But the cookie will be there when you come back. No, it won't because I'll eat it. Yeah, it will. <laughs> the Set whooper down, will eat dude. it. I'm just going to hold it. The whooper will do no such thing. Hold it while you talk about Advance Wars. That was my plan. I just had to get enough cookie out of my mouth to be able to speak. Got it. Anyway, Advance Wars 1 plus 2 is really cool. It has good art, and I like it. It has a map editor, and that's cool too, I guess. I don't know. I never use that. They played... That was also that was a feature in the original game. I yeah. liked having it. It's yeah. fun. I, I played through the entirety of the first campaign... Um, because you get, you get the campaigns for the first two, that's why it's Advanced Wars 1 plus 2. Wow. Um, I played through the campaign of the first one, really enjoyed it, and then I played through, like, 60% of the second campaign, and I was like, that's cool, I'm gonna move on to something else. Because that's a lot of Advanced Wars. It is kind of more of the same when you get into Advanced Wars 2. And not saying it's bad, it's good, it's just like... At some point, you're just going to be like, man, I think I've had my fill. I mean, the, the cool thing about the about Advance Wars 2 is you get uh, to play as the other nations. So you're not right, yeah. just playing as the one nation the whole time, as Orange Star. But you get to play as the other nations with their other commanders. Um, which is fun, but... I don't know, I just kind of... I, got, I, got, I hit that point where I was like, either I'm going to get frustrated... And burn myself out, or I could stop now and still enjoy the game and come back to it later. So, fair. Yeah. Uh, April 25th saw the release of Trinity Trigger on oh, that's my birthday. Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. I played that game too. Yeah, Did you, you played that game too. Yeah, he, he actually literally said in the Discord just the other day, he was like, uh, so, he's something, something Trinity Trigger, like he was talking about how he was getting to it. Well, I had already played it, so I, I bought this game when it came out as a stopgap in between. Because I didn't, I didn't start uh, Advance Wars until later in the year. I uh, It was like between something and uh, whatever, uh, 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 Tears of the Kingdom. 
really want to eat this cookie. Fuck. Um, Trinity Trigger is like Secret of Mana, but like super like low budget. It's, okay. It's fine. But I I played it for like eight hours, and I don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah. You can play co-op. I think if I was playing co-op with people, it would be more fun. That's true. Okay. All right. Can I eat my cookie uh, now? What are you going to talk yes, about next? Yes, because, because the next game that we're going to talk about came out on April 26th, and that was the initial PC release of Cassette Beast. Oh, thank God. That's my birthday, though. So, yeah. So, um, Cassette Beasts would later be, re- uh, be released on xbox and nintendo switch on may 25th but it came out on steam on april 26th and it's basically like it's a monster raising monster collecting monster battling rpg so it's like pokemon uh you know dragon quest monsters like all that all that stuff uh it is mostly more towards like the pokemon end where it's like very element based and you know evolving creatures in a way that's like more similar to pokemon but the interesting thing is that it's done through like these cassette players and they scan the creature and you become the creature like you as the character because you have your your character that you play as actually become the monster and everything's pretty much double battles once you get to a certain point it's that's just digimon bullshit (laughs) yeah it it does have like a digimon aspect to it because of the cassettes right because like you use the becoming the thing yeah, exactly. So it's like it's like Digi- it's got some Digimon in there. That's some Digimon season three bullshit or whatever. Um, it was. Some, something I like about the game is that the battle system, while it does have like the double battles similar to Pokemon, the actual mechanics are not like that close. Because like you have so each of your cassette beasts will have like a uh, like an AP gauge that fills up and it, you get like so many points every turn and then you have a list of attacks and like certain ones will have uh will cost more ap some moves don't actually cost any ap usually you're like your basic attack and guarding so your choice is to either try to continually use ap moves but never really get like enough for like the higher and stronger ones or using like basic stuff like defending and just regular attacks and then you can build up a gauge to do like more powerful stuff later on in a fight and yeah you can do both of the uh do that for both of your characters there's also fusions between the two that you monsters that you have out in a given time uh it's pretty it's pretty interesting it's kind of wild the uh story basically revolves around i don't i haven't played a ton of it i really need to get back to it but without spoiling it it's basically you're you've like wound up washed ashore in this world that like it's almost like isekai but i don't know if it's an isekai because like i think it's not really mentioned whether the character is just from a different area or from a different world from how much i've played but they're trying to get home they're trying to like get out of wherever they're trapped in and they meet all these characters along the way they find out that there's these like archangel monsters that are causing problems for the area and you gotta basically, you know, deal with those. Not gonna get too far into it, but I, I will say I do like it quite a lot. It's got a very like Generation Five DS Pokemon art style to it, with like the pixel uh, 
art. So it's it's pretty cool. I think that if you are into those kind of games, Cassette Beasts is like probably one of the better games to come out of that genre and arguably one of the better games that's come out all last year. So, I mean, I give it a I give it a thumbs up. Did uh you have anything to say, Jack? I don't think you've touched this game yet. Nope. Nope, and not me. Landon's already let us know how, you know, his his uh side of things he got to eat cookie. I ate cookie. Uh on the same day we had the release of <laughs> Hawkeye Star Rail on PC, yeah. iOS, and Android. It's it's the next game from MiHoYo, the people that made Genshin Impact. I didn't understand a word you just said. Next. Uh, and then finally, uh, at, on April 28th, there was the release of Jedi, or Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Sorry. That was on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Cool. No, nothing. Moving on. We got the month of May. There was like one thing that came out worth talking about in May. We'll get to it. Which one? Everything else. Everything else is... Eh. But uh, on May 2nd, this is not the game I was referring to. This is the to. game he was referring to. No, it's no, it's not. No, yeah. it's not. There, there was a game called Age of Wonders 4 that came out on PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. That's it, baby. And on the same... Smash. And on the... And on the same day, we got the release of Redfall for PC and Xbox Series X. Double Smash. No! <laughs> I I haven't touched either of these, and I know that neither of you have. No, but I so, watched a donkey video about Redfall. So, True. we're going to move on to the funny. actual release. The actual release for May. On May 12th, on Nintendo Switch, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out. That's a video game. That's a video game that came out. We reviewed that game on a previous we podcast. Ha- we have a whole review podcast. Go listen to that one. I don't recall this video game. You it's don't a- recall... Uh, f- fuck. This video game? He's holding up a copy of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom for the uh, listeners. No, I don't. I don't think I have that. Damn. Mm. Weird. So, I mean, yeah, you can basically listen to, we did a whole podcast on it, uh, but does anybody want to just kind of summarize thoughts real quick, or just direct them to the... <laughs> it adds uh, three things. Caves, the sky, and under the ground. And building shit. I don't care about that. Alright, you can remove the underground. It, it adds caves, sky, building shit. The the world of Hyrule definitely feels a lot more like dynamic in this game, but it, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's fucking huge. I need to get back to it. It's a great game. Uh, it was like a pretty much unanimously considered one of the best games that came out this year. It felt like less of an event than Breath of the Wild. Mostly because it's just, like, Breath of the Wild 1.5. But, like, not that that's a bad thing. But, like, you know, it's very, very similar to Breath of the Wild. And, but also, like, Breath of the Wild came out with a system. True. So, I think that's going to be an event. 
in and of itself. Yeah. But still, great game. Thumbs up. Go listen to the podcast. Uh, th- this next entry I put here as a meme because I didn't realize they made a video game for that for that freaking you like uh VTuber Kizuna I like they made a game for her. I don't know why, but there's a game even... called Kizuna I Touch the Beat for PC, Nintendo I... Switch, and PS. I literally like do not give a shit about VTubers honestly I don't know any of their names except for like two of them this is one of the only ones I know about she's the one that wears like the white and pink and has like the long brown hair she was like one of the first like popular ones oh like the dog one does she have like dog ears kinda no okay never mind I don't know I don't fucking know don't listen to me I don't fucking follow VTubers I mean, to be fair, so, like, she would, a lot, when she started out, like, her account wasn't, like, what VTubers do, which is usually have them in front of a game and playing games. She was, like, doing, like, blog-style videos, so, like, she would, Oh, that one. I yeah. I know that one. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so apparently she got a game. I don't know why. When, Moving on. When is the Gaming Stooges VTuber, and when is the game about the Gaming Stooges VTuber? <laughs> Good question. Landon is going to make a VTuber model that's just Lexine. Al says she's been old news for a long time. True. Like, true. Uh, the last release for May was a disaster. We already on May about 20- Redfall. On May 25th, there was the Lord of the Rings Gollum as well. God. Oh. Tears, yes. of the, Tears of the Kingdom was really just... Yes. <laughs> Yeah, God, yes. Like, okay, unironically, I missed having really, really bad licensed games. And it's so funny seeing people dunk on this, like, shitty Gollum game where you play as, like, the worst piece of shit in the universe and everybody hates you. And, like, this is a PS5 game in the year 2023. That they charged how much money for? Pretty sure it was full retail price. I think it was fifty. Jesus Christ! Was oh, it almost fifty. Full. Okay, almost. that's not. Yeah. That's not as bad, but still. That's ten dollars more than Metroid Prime Remastered. I have not played this game, but I've seen enough gameplay footage to know that it looks like shit. I can't say that it is shit, but it looks like shit. It smells like shit. Uh. So, moving on to June, we've got quite a few... We actually have quite a few releases in June, worth noting. Uh, The first one of these, uh, Pixel is not here, but this one was for her. We got the Atrian Odyssey Origins Collection, released on PC and Nintendo Switch on June 1st. There was the release of Street Fighter VI on PC, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X on June 2nd. I haven't played it yet. Hmm. Uh, there was uh, the release of We Love Katamari Reroll and Royal Reverie. So we had a follow-up to uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll. That came out on pretty much everything. PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Also on June 2nd. I need. I still need to buy We, we Love Katamari Reroll. Because it's too. like, it's just as good as the original game, if not better. Ooh, now I gotta get it. There was also, there was uh, on the, oh wow, 
So the next like two weeks, there was like nothing, 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 nothing. And then on June 20th, there was a release of Crash Team Rumble, which is like a, I, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess it's like one of like the party game style kind of games. It came out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. It's yeah. If your party is online only, yeah, it's literally online only. You can't play it offline. So like, that's funny. Yeah. So it's Crash Bash, but worse. Amazing. Somehow they did it. Uh, the next day on Nintendo Switch, June twenty first. June twenty first was the release of Pikmin one plus two. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer, Steve. Did you guys want to say anything about Pikmin 1 plus 2 or just... It's Pikmin game? 1 and Pikmin 2 on the Switch. Yeah. What's what's not to love? Yeah, Jack needs to let's play. I need to buy that. He needs to let's play something. And then stream let's Pikmin 1. Let's play something. I need to make my return to let's plays? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're going to let's play, but you have to stream Pikmin 1. Okay. Yeah. I will one day. I, I love Pikmin 1. There's uh, the next day on June 22nd was the release of Final Fantasy 16 exclusively on PS5. I played this a bit. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's it. Should I play that's it? it. <laughs> I don't think you'll care for it. Okay. I own it, so should I play it? It's. It's. I mean, it's like uh... it's. It is. A, it's. It's definitely more action oriented, and the story's kind of like Game of Thrones, but Final Fantasy, so probably not. Is there sex involved? Uh, from what I know, like, there's not an on-screen scene, but there's, like, implied quite a few times. You know the only reason that Game of Thrones exists is because of sex, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. True. So, yeah. Uh, the next day, there was the, um, DLC update, Sonic Origins Plus, adding in Amy as a playable character. And, like, a bunch of Game Gear games. Again! Hell yeah. Uh, that was on Sonic's birthday on June 23rd on everything that Sonic Origins is on. So, PC, uh, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. <sighs> Imagine you having to type that every single time. Yeah. But I have to say it. You wrote it, so I have to say it. <laughs> Curse you. But yeah, US I for it. I don't think I even got the plus upgrade for the game yet. Like I, I am, I'm gonna go back and do it. But like, damn, I heard playing as Amy's fun. I bought the collection. I think the worst thing about this, if you bought the physical release, is all of the plus shit is on a download voucher. Why wait to do a physical release for Origins if you're not gonna put it all on the fucking yeah, media. that was a yeah. that was a silly release idea because they could have just released Sonic Origins physically months ago. Like the game had come out at literally a year before. Yeah, literally a year before. We could have bought it, and then you could have been like, "Well, here's an update. Give me ten dollars. Come on, say." But, but no. Instead, they decided to put off their physical release till now, and didn't even put the new content that they were pushing it back for on the 
cartridge and disc. Okay, moving on. We got the release of Everybody Won to Switch on Nintendo Switch on June 30th. And there was much rejoicing. I've played this game. I just... The only thing I have to say about this game before you say anything about, like, how you felt about it is just the name Everybody Won to Switch is just making me feel like this game is going to become a series where it goes through the five stages. So, like, right now it's like Anchor. It's like, Everybody Won to Switch! And then Bargaining's going to be like... Please, Please one, two, everybody wants everybody one to switch. <laughs> and then like acceptance is like nobody one to switch. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that's a joke that I made, so I'm proud of that. But Landon, how did you actually feel about the game? Was it did you play the first one? No, I didn't play the first one. I played this one because it was at the conference I was at, and they were handing right, out okay. t shirts for people who played it. So I went up against Keegan, and we both, like, did minigames in it. Like, I think we did, like, two or three. Um, There's, like, a balloon one where you're trying to fill the balloon up without popping it. And then, like, whoever gets it the closest wins. Um, I lost, so I hate the game. It was kind of bad. Really (laughs) shitty. They didn't even have the shirt in my size. What the fuck? Bullshit. And then the last release of June, which is pretty notable for you guys, Ghost Trick Phantom Detective on June 30th. Yay! Great Ace Attorney! For PSC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Didn't have a physical release outside of Japan. Yeah. Fuck you, Capcom. Capcom Still got it. In. There's a Sarah. Yep. He's got but... a physical copy. Mine's downstairs. Go watch the Great Ace Attorney VODs. I literally could not stop myself from saying Great Ace Attorney VODs. Go watch the Ghost Trick Phantom Detective VODs as well. It's They're pretty funny. It's pre-programmed into our speech pattern now. Anytime we say <laughs> go watch... It's immediately followed. It's like predictive text. Yeah. If you type in go watch, it's gonna the next words are going to be the Great Ace, etc. Attorney VODs. Uh, did you want to say anything else, though, about... Phantom Detective? It almost uh, destroyed my throat. Because <laughs> you picked, like, the shrillest voice you could possibly make for, like, the second most prominent character in the game. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, But no, uh, this is a fantastic game. It's, it's a very fun story. It's a really unique gameplay idea. Uh, it's a good, I guess, remaster of the uh, the DS game, it feels very natural to play with a controller. Uh, the characters are great. The dialogue is funny because it's just an Ace Attorney game in terms of writing. Um, the characters, like despite most of them not having names, are all really memorable. Uh, maybe just because we all gave them we gave them all goofy voices, but you know. It was fun. It was a great time. This this was, like, technically not a game that came out this year. I mean, this version of it came out this year, but uh, it was, like, one of my favorite games that I played this year. Right. And uh, moving on to July, the first release. This one's another one for Landon. We got July 7th, the release of The Legend of Heroes, Trails in Reverie, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. Classic. Haven't played it yet. Because he's still playing through Azure. 
maybe one day. I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can fucking. My God, you know what? Sidebar, real quick. They fucking dumped so many goddamn. They Legends spoiled you this year. We're we're gonna get. There's another one coming up later in the podcast. Like fucking they, September they of 2022. Zero. Fucking March. Azure. Fucking July or whatever. What we're going June, July. Yeah, July. 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 Reverie. Fucking later. Fucking. We got another one. We'll talk about it. We'll uh, get there. Yeah. Nayuta. Fucking. Later this year, in I think March, Trails for Daybreak. How the fuck am I supposed to keep up with all this shit? Trails for a hundred years. Trails for a thousand million years. God damn it. Uh, we got the release on June twelfth of Oxenfree Two on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5. Did anybody play this game? Buy this game? I played nope. the first nope. one. Um. Waiting for a physical release, probably, of this one. And on the, eight, on the 18th, on iOS and Android, we got the release of Pokemon Sleep. What a, what a funny video game. A game that's literally unsafe to play. Yep. It's a fire hazard. Would you like to burn your house down and die while you I, sleep? <laughs> yeah, yes. Perfect. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you can. The game will run in the background on your phone, but you're not supposed to charge your phone overnight, and that's it. You're probably gonna have to if you have that on. So, like, I don't know, but like, there is. It's it's weird. It's it's it is an idle game on mobile, where you just catch Pokemon. Okay, I guess I don't know. Uh. Three days later, though, on Nintendo Switch, we on July 21st, we got Pikmin 4. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Classic. Have not played it yet. God Ooh. damn it, Jack. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jack's had this year where it's just been like, I got it. Haven't played it yet. Defend yourself, busy year Jack. For Jack. I can't. It's it's true. Why did you not play this game? I've, I, you know... Give me five good reasons for me not to walk over there right now and slap the shit out of you. Uh, for one, I procrastinated on getting it. I got this as a Christmas present. Not actually. a good Not a good reason? Keep it going? It's, it's, it's not. <laughs> um, shit, man. You're going to get the I guess shit I slapped out of you. Oh, no. Why don't you talk about Pikmin 4, then? Oh. 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 Talk about Pikmin 4. Fucking instant classic. Oh, my God. It is so fun. It is, I think, dare I say, the best Pikmin game? I've heard a lot of people say that. I I think so. I'm inclined to agree with them. You add... A cool new, like, there's a couple new types. Um, they brought back a lot of the classics. You got, you know, your classic three Pikmin. You got purple and white. But then you've got, uh, and they brought back flying Pikmin from Pikmin 3. Um, and then you've got rock Pikmin, new type. And then you've got uh, the funny weed Pikmin um, that uh, are ghosts. Um, those are really cool. 
Um, yeah, no, they just, they have, like, enough, like, different types of gameplay that it keeps it fresh. So you have nighttime play, playing now, which is more of a tower defense. Um, and then you've got your normal daytime. But then also, just, like, probably the smallest thing, they added, like, a rewind feature. Where it, like, will give you save. Like, you can, like, rewind during the day you're playing to just, like, kind of, like, fix mistakes as you go. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I love it. It's fantastic. Get on it. I'm Both not gonna lie. I will... I've never played a Pikmin game, but I've like recently I've kind of been wanting to get into it. Four is a super easy one to get into, I would say, because especially since you're not on a time limit like the first one and number three, both of those have yeah. time limits. Number one is a hard time limit. Number three is a soft time limit, but both of them do. Number two is still really good, um, but it's, I would say... But it's hard. It is hard. It's very challenging, so not as accessible. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of like the fan's Pikmin, not like a beginner's Pikmin. Yeah, right? whereas I think yeah. 3 is an easy one to get into, but if you fart around too much, you can starve to death. Okay. Um, but this one, you you do not have to worry about like time being a thing. All you have to do is just enjoy yourself. All right. Perhaps after my taxes come in, that's a purchase I might make. Then. Yeah, it is. And then we get to do the Pikmin 4 podcast because Jack will have to play it if we say there's a podcast there's, for it. There's so many games I have to pick up, but I mean, that that might be one I might be looking into. Uh, the next so release that came out on July 28th was Disney Illusion Island on Nintendo Switch. Pets. Okay. And then, guys, this is important. But on Apple Arcade, we got a release on July 28th for Hello Kitty Island Adventure. The prophecy has been fulfilled. <laughs> I wish it could have been released on things that weren't Apple Arcade. Do you actually wish that? Yes, actually. It looks kind of fun. It's literally just like Animal Crossing, but you can swim underwater and there's Hello Kitty characters. Like that. That's it. <laughs> These guys are looking at me funny. Le Le I, I'm not looking at you funny. I'm just looking at Landon. Landon's like mean mugging cloud. I'm yeah. I'm looking at me funny because I'm staring at myself. <laughs> hey, listen, this is Butter's favorite video game. Exactly. So you know what? That's all you need to know. Hey, why didn't you leave with that, Cloud? Yeah. <laughs> he was playing High Old Kitty Island Adventure. God damn it, Butters. Uh, but that's all for for July. Moving on to August, the first major release was the initial PC release of Baldur's Gate 3 on August 3rd. Uh, too bad Pixel isn't here to gush over that game in the chat, because we are just going to probably move on. None of us played it. Let me know uh, when Baldur's it comes Gate out. Isn't really for my the, thing. Let me know when it comes out for the Switch. And then I still probably won't I've Baldur's Gate isn't really my thing, so yeah, no thanks. Uh, on August 13th, I had to fix this because Landon put the wrong date. Did I? I think it was just, yeah, you put July 13th. Uh, August 13th, there was the release of Toho 19, and I'm going to butcher the shit out of this name. Toho Juyu Owen, Unfinished Dream of All Living Ghosts. It's the newest Toho game, but I didn't care for like getting into it. I know Al played a bit of it. 
I just didn't touch it because it's not a regular Toho shmup. It's like there's a couple of games where like it's a versus shooter. So you have like your screen and then you have an opponent's screen and they're both playing by like the same rules. And I could not get into the last one, so I knew I wasn't going to like this one. But it is the ne- the newest Toho title, so I decided to throw that in there for Al. Al says it was all right. Okay, cool. Moving on to the next release on August 18th, we had the initial release on, uh, according to Landon's notes, I'm just going to trust him, Nintendo Switch and PC of Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Yeah. I mean, I pulled it off of Wikipedia. So if you so if this is wrong, then that's Wikipedia's fault. I mean, the physical did, release came out in like December. I know that because yeah, that's when I got the physical release. I waited around. I I still haven't played this because I waited for the physical release to come out, and I have not gotten around to buying it. Well, you better because it came out when it, it came out in a time when I was focusing on bills and Christmas presents instead of myself. What do you so. need to focus on bills and buying me gifts when you could just buy yourself <laughs> a gift and be like, "Hey, I bought myself Bomb Rush Cyberpunk for Christmas as your gift." And be like, "Okay." Well, there you go. Good to know. Uh, the, the, ne- the next release on August 25th was Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Uh, the people that care about this game are not here in our chat. And there's only, I think, like one person on our server and he, that would care. I don't think those doesn't, people exist. People who Justin care. doesn't exist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that came out on PS, uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I've heard it's good. It's not my thing. Never been an Armored Core fan. But there was on four uh, four days later on the Nintendo Switch on August 29th, the release of Samba de Amigo Party Central. We got a new Samba de Amigo game. I don't know. I haven't played it. And on the same I day... I have not played it either. On the same day on all platforms was the f- initial release, not the physical release. That was... W- was this the physical release? No, this was... The physical release was later. For what? Um, sea of Stars. We got PC... Uh, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Yeah, no, that, the initial release was digital only on this date, on August 29th. The physical release doesn't come out till May 10th of 2024. That's so much later. But, I mean, it is Sea of Stars. It was an indie title that was, like, so, I mean... It doesn't exist sense. yet until the physical release comes out. Ask me during year in review 2024. True. We got September with a bunch of stuff. The uh, September 5th was the first real notable mention here. Uh, this was added by you, Landon. I, I don't know this game, but on PS4 and PS5, there was Monochrome Mobius, Mobius, Rights and Wrongs Forgotten. What the fuck do you mean you don't know what this game is? Monochrome Morbius? What did I get you for fucking Christmas? Oh, wait, that's right. That's the game? I honestly don't know the name of the game, because, like, the game has, like, a long-ass name when you bring it up and, like, play it. So I forgot the name of the game. My lord. I played, the, I, 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 I played this game. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. It's because... I added it because you. I know you played it. <laughs> it shows how much I remember. Like, I know the game, gameplay-wise, and, like, a little bit of the story and the characters. I just didn't know the name, because like I said, it was such a long name, and it was scrolling across on PS5, so it was just like, big-named RPG game, cool. 
But no, uh, this game was pretty fun from what I played. I gotta get back to it. It's um, it's it's kind of like a like a it's a pretty low budget like RPG that's got some like Grandia two esque ga- gameplay like to the combat where like you can like f- mess with the active like gauge for characters and like kind of like pull people back or push people forward to like get their actions delayed or done faster. But otherwise, I mean, it's a it's a pretty standard like turn based RPG with just some added strategy elements to it with that. And I mean, I was enjoying it. The story, I need to get into it more. I know that like they're basically trying to find out um, why these like people are after them, because like you're playing as this guy who's uh He's just kind of doing his own thing, and there's this girl who is basically a fugitive running from these guys that are after her. And then the guy and the girl end up finding out that they're, like, blood, and they didn't know that they were, like, related because the the guy's dumbass, to be honest. Like, the guy just... Like, they didn't totally split up, like, before their memory, like, their memory as, like, a human would start. Like, they're a little bit, like, older-ish. Like, it said... I can't remember how many years ago it was, but, like, they were, like... They weren't, they were like kids, but they weren't that young. And like, apparently he just doesn't remember this person, but yeah, no, I mean, it was pretty interesting. I got to get back to it to understand the plot more, but the gameplay was pretty good. Nothing like crazy, but you know, pretty solid, pretty fun. Uh, Starfield came out on September 6th. Sure. I guess PC, Xbox Series X. If you want. Yeah, sure. If you want that, if that's what you want. There was yeah. the Bat and Kytos <laughs> 1 and 2 HD remaster on Nintendo Switch on September 14th. I'm not going to lie. The release for this game just kind of came and went. Like, people were kind of hyped about it when it was announced on the Nintendo Direct. And I had no idea the game had even come out before, like, looking up games that came out. From what I've heard, like, oh. they broke the auto battle mode. Like, they added well, then auto there you battle. Go. That's... And then, like, it doesn't work. Like, you can't win well, fights you with go. it, so... Yeah. Yeah. So when you have a you know a re-release that like people aren't really too hyped about, that's what you get. Uh, F Zero got a new game, sort of, with F Zero ninety nine on September fourteenth on Nintendo Switch. I haven't played it. It's something, I guess. Better than nothing. I didn't play it. I've I've heard it's kind of fun, but I mean, it's a ninety nine style game. So like, if you've played like Pac Man. Uh, 99, Tetris 99, Mario 35, like, it's those kind of games, but F-Zero. But they do have an aspect where, like, you can upgrade and, like, earn parts for your car and, like, customize stuff a bit. But it's still ultimately that kind of game. So if that's up your alley, cool. If not, that's all we got for F-Zero lately. The mobile game Monster Hunter Now was released on September 14th as well. That is basically Pokemon Go. But Monster Hunter, I put this here because it is notable release. Pixel is a big Monster Hunter fan. but other, And my girlfriend played it quite a bit when she was, like, playing mobile games. She's been taking a break, but she was, like, big into this game when it came out. But, uh, I mean, I have no interest in it personally. If you like Monster Hunter and you were interested in a game that played, like, Pokemon Go on your phone, that's Monster Hunter, cool. If not, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, there was the release of BitTrip Rerunner on PC on September 19th. Only PC, though. 
I have it. it was the, I mean, it did come out. Did it come out later on other stuff? No, it's not listed here. Yeah. No. Um, so it's, yeah. Maybe one day I'll actually play it. We'll see. Yeah, maybe one day it won't be a bullshit game. <laughs> also released on September 19th. There was actually three games released that are listed here. This one's for you, Landon. The Legend of Nauta Boundless Trails on PC and Nintendo Switch and PS4. I played this game too, though, a little bit. I didn't finish it, but I played a bunch of it. A bunch of it? And Landon, a bit of it. I need to play more of it, though. How many levels did you play through? God, I don't remember. Did you, I didn't play that much of it. Did you beat the first boss? I think I did. Okay. I, I feel like I did. Is the giant golem guy that, like, at like the halfway point, his I like his hitbox switches between two different golems, and you're on like on a platform th- that he like th- smashes. That sounds familiar. Okay. I didn't play a whole lot, but okay. how much of this did you play? I did a complete first playthrough. Like I did everything you could do in a single playthrough. I I enjoyed it. It's not super duper long. Um, even if I wasn't going for like a com- like a completionist run, um, it was like maybe thirty hours. So it's it's not that long. It's a fun little action RPG. Um, yeah, I, the story's pretty cute. Um, it has some slight references to uh, the Trail series, um, but it's technically classified as a spinoff. But um, people are s- speculating that it is involved more and more with the series, especially after like the some of the more recent releases, like uh, Reverie. So we'll see if it actually ties into that canon at all. But it's a fun game. Okay. Uh, also on the 19th of September, there was a release of Mortal Kombat 1 on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS5, and Xbox Series X. The Switch, version, the Switch version is funny. <laughs> the Switch it's version funny. is really... It's, it's w- funny, yeah. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but one of my best friends uh, bought the Switch version when it came out, and I'm Ooh. like, oh, oh no. Sorry and for she's, your loss. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, she's like a diehard Mortal Kombat fan, and it was the only thing she had to play it on, so... Rip. And then, at near the end of the month, on September 28th, was the release of Disney Speedstorm, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. It is a free-to-play kart racer-ish kind of game. Glad you played it yet? Not yet. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you said yet. <laughs> okay, fine. I've heard it's kind of solid, but like I don't like the kind of like just business model these kind of games have, so it's always hard for me to pick one up. Well so, all you have to I do mean, is one day. all you have to do is download it, play one race, and then you can say I've played it. That's fair. Yeah. So we'll just move on to October and the first there's quite a bit here too. There was the release of Assassin's Creed Mirage on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X on October 5th. Pass. It's the next Assassin's Creed game. Sure. Sure. Out of all the Assassin's Uh, Creed games to come out this year, it was one of the two of them. It was one of the two. It's not the only one. 
Uh, there was Detective Pikachu Returns on October 6th on Nintendo Switch. Oh, hold up. Sure. We have to talk about Fate Samurai Remnant. Oh. I... According to Al, I guess it came out in September, and I didn't list it. Well... Whoops. Neither did I. But I, I, I forgot that he's a fake guy. Otherwise, I would have listed it. Sorry, I did. Al. I honestly did too. Despite the fact we're that not, I've seen him talk about it, I just forgot. We're not fake guys. Yeah, we're not fake guys. Uh, on October 10th was the release of the new Forza Motorsport on PC and Xbox Series X. Sure. Pass. Sure. The MetaQuest 3 came out on October 10th as well. So you had new VR hardware. Sure. Pass. Sure. They didn't give that one to me uh, for free. I don't care. So, Landon inserted this here. It was kind of an ongoing thing throughout the year, but a uh, major milestone in it, the acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft was approved by the UK Market Authority on October 13th, which basically helped move them towards being able to close the deal up. And Microsoft owns Activision now. Kind of, kind of big. Sure. I don't we don't know what's gonna happen yet. Like this is this is literally just a few months out. Like we don't know what this is going to do to games from them moving forward until a while from now. So it's kinda just hard to judge what this is gonna do. Yeah. Something to keep your eye on. We'll see what happens. And I mean the vast majority of stuff that comes out of Activision Blizzard is not stuff we care about. There's going to be a uh, plug, a Patreon exclusive where we talk about game companies, and man, we have so much to say about Activision Blizzard that is not very positive. We'll just say that. Go subscribe to the so, $6 Silver Stooge tier if you want to. And you'll be able to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm going to have it out sometime in February. I still have to edit it together. I promise it's going to be out in February, though. That is the exclusive for that month. Uh, there was the release of, God, this game, October 17th, we had Skull Island Rise of Kong for PC and Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Yet another piece of garbage release in 2023. Just, hell yeah, You forgot baby. this one in the original list, Clark. I I did, I did, I'm gl- thank you for catching it. I wanted these disasters, I just forgot about this one, because it's funny, 2023, if you haven't noticed, has been a year where, like, there's some incredible, like, top, and we're going to get to some of them, like, top-tier games that came out, and then there's just, like, shovelware fucking garbage-tier worst game ever releases as well. I'm so glad that they're back, unironically. (laughs) I'm so happy just watching people shit on these terrible licensed games. It's kind of fun. It's it, it's been a hot minute. It's like nature is healing. I want to get is healing. I want to get Skull Island because I think it'd be funny. It That's would be fair, funny, but I don't want to spend money to get it. <laughs> uh, also, on October seventeenth was the release of Sonic Superstars, which came out on pretty much everything: PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Yeah, that's a game. Uh, I played through that game. I didn't do the trip. I didn't do the unlockable character story yet. Yeah, it's right? yeah. But, but I played. I played through the main story. 
Landon, how much did you, did you play pretty much the same amount, or did you get to playing like some of the other story? I haven't played that yet. I was going to play that uh, before the next podcast, though. Yeah. We have a podcast where we're going to be talking about this game and a game coming up in a couple of entries, so we'll spend more time talking about that game when we get to that podcast. Uh, October 20th also saw the release of Spider-Man 2 on PS5. That's an exclusive. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder on Nintendo Switch. Same day release. That was a game we all streamed. Go watch the Super Mario Bros. Wonder VODs. Jack. Yeah. What are your yeah. thoughts on Super Mario Wonder? I had... I was going to say, we are going to be talking more about I'm this. Really... This, is, this is also going to be in that podcast. We're doing like a double yeah. feature review. Yeah. So, going to keep the the thoughts on this one light for now. I will say, I'm trying to s- ignore the last level because it still bugs me that I haven't beaten it yet. I will get to it one day. Judging but, by geez, the difficulty, you you guys achieved you guys achieved so much just getting as far as you did in that last we, level. We got to the very last section. We were so close. It's it is Ugh. considered one of the hardest levels in all of Mario history. So like, it's you guys so, did so hard. Much. It's so hard. But like, the the, the rest of the game is great. Like. Pretty much, I mean, as far as a 2D Mario platformer experience goes, it's a pretty fucking solid one. Uh, it's not, like, on the level of, like, Mario World and Mario 3, but it's, like, like a step below that. Yeah, it's, like, like super, it's super refreshing after, like, 15 years of just new Super Mario new Brothers, Super Mario new Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Like, there, it, it's nice to see some, like, you know, more like just fresh take on the 2D Mario formula because it still has a lot to offer. And I think Super Mario Brothers Wonder showed that it can it can still hang out with the big boys today. Like it's it's still very much valid. So I we'll, we'll talk about it more though on the podcast. I did have a great time streaming this for the first seven streams. Uh <laughs> not the eighth not the eighth one though. Not the eighth one. <laughs> Landon, did, uh, but yeah. Landon, did you want to add any brief thoughts before moving on, or Daisy? Would you like to Daisy? Daisy. Landon pretty Wowie much just zowie. played. There was no other character in the game for Landon. The character like selected every character. Every once in a while, I would be like, "Hey, Landon, can I be Daisy? Like you've you've had her for the whole game." And he's like, "He, he, he has to." You have to twist Landon's arm for it. You had to pay me five dollars really, to play as her. I, I really did. <laughs> and then uh, the last release of October, on October twenty seventh, was a game that to Landon is vaporware. Alan Wake two released digital only on PC, PS five, and Xbox Series X, and is not getting a physical release. So again, for Landon. That's vaporware. Read what I out. read. What I actually it says, wrote. It says. It says. He put. He put. And I quote. Nothing because it was digital only. Then in another set of parentheses, the actual platforms it came out on. Amazing. I've not played it. I, I feel I like I've been saying week. that a lot lately. We, did you say that was the end of October? That was the end of October. 
Can I talk about one that came out in October that you guys didn't write down? What game was it? Lethal Company, baby. Is it an early access? You... I mean, technically, so yeah. So that's but why like... we didn't talk about it yet. That's why Fair we didn't enough. do it, because there's a game on here that's coming up that the early access was last year, and we talked about its final release this year. This past year, I should say. But if you want to talk about it, you can. Did you actually play Lethal yeah, Company? I have, I have played cool. it. It's really fun. It's like, if you and, like, several friends can get together online and, like, play a game, it's both really funny, and when you get into it, it's, like, actually really fun and kind of challenging. So, I recommend. I mean, like, it is a game that I spent money on, and it came out this year, so... November was the release of a bunch of stuff because you know holiday season the first release for november was on november 2nd uh star ocean second story r the remake of the next star ocean game there was also first departure r now we got second story r that came out for pc nintendo switch ps4 and ps5 i haven't played it i played a little bit of first departure r i'm not a star ocean guy i have a friend who's like a big star ocean guy but i'm never really been big on it it's got a weird gameplay wise because it's like it's an RPG, but it's like it's kind of it, it it's kind of like Xenoblade in that it's like auto battle when like you like you don't have direct suit like minute control over characters they'll automatically attack stuff, but it's not like fully 3D. It's like a 2D battle. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I want to play it, but I have Octopath cool. and Trails to finish first. Uh. On the 2nd of November, we had the release of WarioWare Move It on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this is, this is your game, Jack. Speak up. Get on your pedestal. Get on your podium. Speak to oh, us. No, I, speak I don't know. I don't want to. Speak to the public about WarioWare Move It. I... I don't want to stand up. I'm comfy. Uh, Warrior Remove It was really fun. Uh, I streamed this several weeks ago. It was, you know, short one stream game. I mean, like with most WarioWare games, it's fairly short. You can beat it in like two hours, but it's really fun. It has some. It has some really fun and like goofy implementations of motion controls in the game in the same way that uh, uh, WarioWare Smooth Moves was on the Wii and but you have two Joy-Cons so like it takes advantage of you using like both of your hands instead of just one of them okay uh, shout out to the guy when you were streaming that was in our Twitch chat that was like trying to start a fight between you and another streamer was, yeah that was that was that was that was weird. Um, either way, though, uh, there it does some shit with like the infrared sensor too, where you have to like put up like a certain amount of fingers or some shit. But yeah, I don't know. Good game. I liked it. Uh, on what the heck? It's cut off. I don't know if I did this on... No, it doesn't. I don't know how this is cut off, but there was a release for 
Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. It's between the 3rd and the 9th. I don't know which day it came out, but it's it, for some reason it's not. I don't, I don't know what happened there. Um, I didn't it play. was November didn't November 7th. November 7th. Okay, thank you. Uh, I don't I didn't play this game. I played the first one. I didn't play this one either. I think it's funny I also that played... the Switch version was a code in the box. Yeah. Yep. It was f- really funny. What is what is the point? Like Jesus Christ. <sighs> the the next game that came out, this one's for you, Al. On November 9th, there was the release of Like a Dragon Gaiden. Say the race f- his okay. name. Thank you. I was going to say say the full name. You got to give me a chance to pause for dramatic effect. I'm trying to like you know, pick these pick these titles up. All right. I'll I'll give you the the chance now. You can take another swing at it. So we got the release of Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> On PC, Al's... PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I literally wrote... Probably his game of the year. I literally wrote in the note, this one's for Al. Yes. Because it, you it didn't says, include it. It says no... You did not I include didn't. this. Yeah. I, I, could, I can't believe I missed it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, wow. November 9th. I think it's just because, like, the way that it, like, linked on Wikipedia, like, it linked to, like, the original game. So I didn't put two and two together that, like, this was actually still kind of a big deal. Oh, no, this is a huge, huge deal for for the Yakuza Like a Dragon series. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I got your back, Al. Don't worry. I, I might forget Fate Remnant. Or, yeah, yeah Fate Samurai Fate, Remnant. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't forget Like a Dragon Gaiden. And I did. So, uh, on November 10th, there was the release of the Call of Duty game for the year. It is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Okay, moving on. There was the release of the Steam Deck OLED model on November 16th. So, if you are a fan of the Steam Deck, you got a nice new model with a nicer, crisper screen. Uh, I didn't get the original Steam Deck. I've been kind of interested, but, like, just never got around to getting one. The thing is too big that I just would not actually take it with me anywhere. So, like, I've just never felt like I would do it. The only thing I would play on it... I guess I'd play, uh... Bitrip Rerunner. Um, the only things I'd really play on it are... The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky... Trails in the Sky, second chapter, and Trails in the Sky, the third. It would just be a Trails machine. It would be a Trails in the Sky machine. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I put this here as a meme entry because Katie was like mentioning it in the chat in the Discord server one day. But we got the Is Bluey fucking... video game on God November seventeenth for PC and Nintendo Switch. And all the other crap, I get to, why does Bluey have a video game? Everything gets a video game. You get a video game. You get a video game. We all get a video game. Okay. Uh, there the was thing. There was also on the same day as Bluey the video game, stiff competition. We got Persona 5 Tactica. 
on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Ooh. Damn, two huge releases on the same day. You know? There's a third one. Ooh. There's a third one. Go ahead and read off Hold that on. third one, and then we could all choose which one we picked up yeah. on this. So yeah. we got the Super Mario RPG remake came out on Nintendo Switch on the same exact Ooh. day. Okay. It's a huge, I mean, I think huge day. Huge, huge, huge day, day, but clearly I think most of the weight being pulled here is from yep. Bluey. Bluey yeah. was the... <laughs> The true champion of this day. True headliner. <laughs> now, as the secondary pick, because we all picked up Bluey the video game yeah. for every platform, my collection's yeah. right over here. I can't turn my camera, but it's definitely over here. What did you guys pick? Definitely. Did you, get, did you guys pick up one of the other two games as your secondary? I didn't uh, get yeah. that. I didn't get either game yet. I do intend to get Super Mario RPG Remake, though, for sure. I've been so excited to play that game, but I haven't played it yet. I just haven't had the money. So, how are you liking Super Mario RPG Remake, Jack? You can go first. I was like... I had never played the original Super Mario RPG, and for a long time I was kind of just like, uh, yeah, whatever, it's fine. Like, I don't really... Like, if people like it, that's fine, but like, I don't really care about it. This has shown me that I should have cared about it a long time ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, I... It, okay. It's a very simple RPG. Like, it's pretty... Not, I don't want to say bare bones, but like... It's simple. In terms of... It, it's very simple. But that's not a bad thing. Because, like... I mean, it's it, a Mario RPG. You can't expect it to be too deep. But that's, it's, the, that's, the, that's, that's the good thing about it. There's something, like, so charming and so fun about, like, the sheer simplicity of this game. Like, the combat is really fun. Like, it's literally just, like, timing the A button presses with your attacks to, like, increase your damage. Yeah, so, but, like, like, Super Mario... Add... Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Paper Mario and Mario and, Lu and Luigi also did this. Yeah, but, like, it's literally just pressing A instead of, like, any other act. I mean, sometimes you have to hold A for some attacks... Or whatever, but like, it's very simple. But at the same time, it's just like a little bit that like adds so much and makes the combat really fun. Uh, visually, it's great. It it's a really like, it feels like one to one with the original game. It reminds me a lot of the Link's Awakening remake in that regard, um, in a good way. Uh, so, like presentation wise, I think it's fantastic. The music is great. Uh, the dialogue is funny. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite character? I like it. Um, I like Mallow a lot, actually. Little cloud frog boy. Not actually a frog, but... He just, he gives off frog vibes? No, he's like adopted by frogs. Oh. Yeah, and he thinks that he's a frog, but he's, I... he's just, he's a cloud boy. I learned something new. Uh, Landon, did you have anything to talk about besides Persona 5 Tactica? And if not, just jump right into Persona 5 Tactica. I bought Super Mario game. RPG. It's somewhere. I, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll play it. I, I played uh, the original version. I played it uh, through WiiWare. So, like, I'm not itching to replay it. And with the amount of games okay. that came out this year, I was just like, eh. I bought it. That's a backburner. Yeah. Just because I was like, 
just in case, like, I free up some time. But, you, you know. other It is a fairly short game. It is. Game. So it's, like, something, like, if I'm, like, oh, I could just play through that, like, on a weekend or something. Like, it's something yeah. I could do. Um, I just, that just hasn't happened yet with all the fucking shit, uh, that I've been playing. One of those games mm -hmm. is, in fact, Persona 5 Tactica. I really enjoyed that. Um, it is a fun, I think I read somewhere out on the internet, it is just Capcom for anime weebos. That's pretty fucking true. It is just a tactics RPG. With Persona characters. That, not a bad thing. I used yeah. Morgana way more in this game than I ever used Morgana in Persona 5. Does that mean this is a better or worse game? He's actually useful in this game. I mean, as a party member, he's fairly... Well, I mean, he kind of gets outclassed by Makoto once he gets Exactly. Out, but... In this game, he's useful... The whole way through. Alright. Yeah, so. There you go. It's. Alright. It's not super long. But it's it's super fun. So moving on to December. There wasn't a whole lot out. But there was one pretty big release. Literally the first day of December. We had Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince on Nintendo Switch. Landon, you've been playing this. I fucking beat the main story the other day. It's so fucking good. You know what? I'm going to let you just read off the rest of this month, just so we don't yeah, forget that. Because so like, I can yeah, talk so about this. Nobody played, I promise you, nobody played any of the other releases this month. So let's just shotgun through them. There was the final release of Disney Dreamlight Valley on pretty much everything on December 5th. It was in early access in September of the year before, 2022. But it was finally released, like, final release on PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. There was, uh, once again, Apple Arcade exclusive Sonic Dream Team on December 5th. There was a game based on the Avatar movies. Sure, why not? December 7th, uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. And, like, nobody really bought it. So, like, take that, billion-dollar movie making game adaptation it did nobody cares yeah the avatar that we care about is the last airbender and a game of that came out this year and no one cared about that either there was also asgard's wrath 2 for the meta vr uh december 15th that's pretty much it that came out in december so feel free to talk as much as you'd like for a little bit about Dragon Quest Monsters because it was the only thing that came out. All right, Dragon Quest Monsters is so fucking fun. First, we're going to have to talk about the things that are bad with it. It's only a little poopy when it comes to performance, but not super poopy where it crashes your game. Just sometimes it chugs a little bit, like it'll dip in frames like that much. It's, it's kind of yeah. a running thing about some Nintendo Switch games lately. I think Square Enix refuses to optimize things sometimes. This is like one of their B-teams, so whatever. But yeah. the game is still really fun. It's like when you're, when you're in... Because like every like area is a super big area. So it's like trying to load this super big area. And then it's trying to populate... 
like tens of like enemy monsters on it. When you're in the smaller like corridor areas, it like runs fine. But it's when you're in like the super big areas, it just and then like weather effects are happening, then you're just oh, trying to yes. bog the set like you're bogging like the system down. Um, so yeah. Um, but outside of that, like that's like that and then the story like presentation is like a little choppy and a little weird. It's doing a retelling of Dragon Quest Four, but from the uh, perspective of the antagonist, one of the main antagonists of Dragon Quest Four, you're actually playing as them, um, and it's like doing a little bit of like a, a twist on it instead of like what happened if you played Dragon Quest Four. Um, he can't attack monsters, and therefore he uh, becomes a monster regular. Hence, why it's a Dragon Quest Monsters game. But the part of it that fucking is great is the monster bit, where you are recruiting monsters and fighting monsters. It is so fun to be able to, like, like set up your team how you want, and then, like, when you synthesize new monsters, like, like bringing over the talent trees that you want, it's really cool. Um, to give a quick brief on it... Um, Basically, you recruit monsters, um, you have a percentage chance of, like, getting them to join you, or if you beat them up in the fight, there is a small percentage chance of them, like, asking to, like, to be recruited to you, like, to your team. Um, your party makeup is four active slots and four reserve slots. Small monsters take one slot each, large monsters take two slots each. So, like, and the size of a monster does, like, play into, like, their aspects. Uh, they have, like, they can do more attacks or, like, have, uh, like, more traits than, um... Is there, like, a certain, ones. like, is there a certain configuration you like to go with? Do you like to do, like, you know, four small or do you like to do, like, a mix? Like, two big or one big, two small or do you like to do just two big ones? Like I was, I played around with, uh, like, having... Uh, a large monster on my team I found having all of my slots with small monsters worked like the best because okay. if you have like say you have four four um, if you have like four people out and then you want to switch one large one in you have to like remove two and so it just it becomes a little messy so I was just sticking mostly with smalls but I've been, I was seeing some, like, uh, gameplay footage from other people that was, like, doing mostly, like, just two big ones or, like, um, like one big and two, two smalls. So, it's, so you've got some player, ch so you've got some good player choice there on how you want to tackle things. Yes. Uh, but the big part is synthesis. So you can take two of your monsters and, like, fuse them together a la, uh, like, um, SMT. Persona yeah, SMT Persona, where you can fuse your, your demies um, and uh, have them shoot out a new one, more usually more powerful. This game has that. Um, you can actually look back and see the, like the, the tree, so you can see back to the grandparents of whatever monster you have. So like uh, you can actually see how you made that monster, which is pretty cool. But then when you're fusing the monster... Um, every monster, when you, like, nor like out on the field, has two, uh, basically, skill trees. 
Um, usually one is for actual, like, attacking skills, and then one's for parameters. So, like, buffing, HP, MP, attack, defense, uh, agility, all that stuff. Giving them special, like, they can't be damaged by certain, like, things. So you usually have one for, like, dealing damage or doing buffs and stuff, or healing, and then one for giving, making them stronger. When you fuse two monsters, you can bring three trees over. And so, like, just, like, building, like, building a monster, having, like, trying to think of a game plan of what do I want this monster to be, and then figure that out, was, like, super fun. Like, I took, I made one for each of Cloud and Jack, and, like, Cloud's was, this monster is going to hit, like, a fucking truck. Like, every single yeah. version was just, how can I make this guy do tons of damage to everything on the screen? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I had to take time and max out a skill tree on a monster to give him access to fucking attack four, just to, to make it, like, stupid powerful. It was fun. And then, like, it was, like, building a team, because debuffs are super important, because you can debuff, like, bosses pretty easily. Without having that, like, you can lose pretty pretty easy to bosses. So, like, having a debuffer, having a buffer for your team, having a healer, having a main attacker, I, I felt was super important. So, it's it's real fun for, like, building teams and letting them sort of do their thing. Because the monsters can act on their own, but then also you can just give them orders. But a lot of times it's, it's better, depending on the stats, to let them just do their own thing. Because, like, the monsters I had based off of YouTube could act twice sometimes if they were not uh, being told what to do. Which is more, like, having multiple attacks is way more helpful than just doing one attack. How'd you feel about, like, the story and everything else? The story was fine. Like I said, it was serviceable. It was just, like, how the cutscenes sort of, like, happened and the info dumping was, like, pretty pretty okay. And also, you kind of know what you're getting into. As far as, like, the main story, I haven't played the post-game yet. I'll probably get to that um, sometime. Um, we'll see. Uh, but as far as the main game goes, you kind of know where it's going to end up. Um, you you fight Randolfo the Tyrant. That's that's your end game. It's set out in the first like thirty minutes of the game. <laughs> that's the the nice story. And, nice, yeah, nice and simple. Yeah, it's simple. Um, it's just there's a there's some stuff that happens in it. You're just like, why? What what is the character like? Why? What's the character drive behind this? But it's fine. It's it's more so like giving me an avenue to kill monsters with big big numbers. It's okay. fun. All right. Sounds like it was a good time. Hey. So tell us about that thing. Hey, yeah. that thing. The Patreon. Yeah, that thing. That thing. Join our Patreon. W what do they get for it? <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> did you still want me to do it? Yeah, I, I'll take over. So our I don't have the notes on me. I don't. I don't take notes. This is literally unscripted. So our Patreon is. Listen, we've got quite a bit of content on there now. Jack's not a fucking patron member. He doesn't know the benefits. I don't. 
We have a Patreon, which has been recently condensed down to two tiers, with our $3 tier giving access to general support as well as exclusive poll voting, and our $6 tier, which recently absorbed all of the $10 tier benefits as well as retaining all of the same $6 tier stuff. We've got exclusive content, and we have patron shoutouts, and we have two patron shoutouts, one for Buggy and another for Pixel. Both of these are longtime supporters of our channel. If you want to be a cool kid like them, go subscribe to our Patreon. And speaking of being able to access and vote in our polls, we just did a poll where Patreon members can vote on upcoming podcast topic. That was actually decided on. So again, if you want to sign up for our patreon you can help decide content for the channel and again special thanks to buggy and pixel for your added support as well as everybody else who has subscribed to our patreon that's our patreon we have a discord server we've been talking about it all podcast you can find the link to it in the description slash note show notes of every episode you can jump in and say hi we've had quite a few people join recently because of our twitch which is where this is going live. So thank you, people who have joined. We've got a couple new members. We've got Doc Epps Mustard. We had, uh, I believe, Zucchini popped in to the uh, Discord very briefly. So, you know, we've got that going on. We've had, post a lot of fun stuff there. And, of course, we have all of our other platforms that this podcast goes out to. You can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to it on YouTube, rather. You can listen to it on Spotify, Google, App amazon all apple all that good stuff so thank you to everybody's support we're gonna jump back in landon uh has some tillamook apparently and jack also has ice cream i'm feeling left out i don't have ice cream jack's got the ben American and jerry's dream tonight american dream and landon's got bing cherry cheesecake frozen custard baby all right so, uh, Landon wanted us to do this on stream, but uh, Kari had sent us, uh, myself and Jack, packages. He wants us to open them. They're New Year's presents. They're New Year's presents. So. New Year's presents from Kari. Yeah. going to open them. using like a small like screwdriver that i used to open my 3ds and just i didn't come to that part should i open the letter first or last um i don't think it matters okay, okay. well i'm okay. gonna dump this out into my lap okay. we've got some and by that i mean i'm gonna put we, we've got we've got a little stamp of traitor it's kind of hard to see there we go we've got a little stamp of traitor and uh oh there's a traitor and a cheese yeah, whiz. yeah i got cheese whiz. we got a cheese whiz stamp That's now baby that's sick. I like that. It's beautiful. And we've got a nice glossy photo with the cats and the dogs and Landon and Kari on it. Show it off. Very cool. Cowards. Got, got Landon and Kari there, there. Got all the pets down there. I like it. The uh, cool stuff. The one of us was taken at the pumpkin patch by her niece. Who's you can see it in the photo. His finger was covering like part of the camera. Oh but yeah. But <laughs> that was the best photo she said, that is the best photo of you that I could send to everyone. And they would they would not think you're crazy. 
We've got a bunch of early Valentine's Day chocolates, Ghirardelli and Reese's. I'm a sucker for Ghirardelli. We've got a pouch of Swiss Miss hot chocolate. That's actually pretty good Cocoa stuff. Mix. It's got peppermint, um, marshmallows. Oh shit, it's from McMinimins. Oh shit. Yeah, I was going to say, we got this? A pa- a, another little package. I, I don't know what to expect, because I don't know what McMinimins is. I've been to McMinimins. Spoiler. Not from McMinimins. Aw. Well then, he's faking I'm, Jack I'm, out. I'm, yeah. I'm slightly disappointed. They had some bomb-ass mini corn dogs. You and got... I was expecting those. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Got some Nintendo pins oh, with yeah. snowmen of Toad, Peach, Mario, and Luigi. That's cute. And we got soap. Soap. Open it Game up. Game bar. Is she saying we stink? Yeah, open it up. <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to open it's, it up. It's, it's sealed it's so taped. much. Yeah, it is so sealed. I don't have anything sharp. Uh, Hold on, I got, I got mine. Oh, oh. It's the same thing. So. Ah! It. <laughs> yes, it's a Game Boy. It's the original DMG Game Boy. That's so cool. I love how oh, buttons protrude. Oh, that's. Oh, I love it. That is amazing. I'm going to use that the very next time I take a bath. That's that, so sick. That is that is super sick. Tell her I said thank you so much. That is amazing. Will do. In, in, incredible. This might have been one of my favorite packages she's sent out yet. Okay. There's a lot of cool stuff all around. I Not saying she, not saying that pins. you guys have to Yeah. Not saying you guys have to top this, but this is definitely one of the coolest packages so far. There's I, been some cool packages. I included the pins, so... Thank you, Kari and Landon. You're welcome. Alright, so uh, I believe we uh, are ready to move on to the next segment where we're going to talk about stuff we played in 2023 that didn't come out in 2023 because other video games exist and sometimes we like to play them even if they didn't come out that year. And we like to actually talk about them. This is that segment for that. Uh, did anyone want to start and talk about anything major that they played this year? Or do we want to kind of... I made a list. Uh, Jack has a list. I'm sure Landon has a list. So I don't know if we want to just kind of take turns going down them or if we want to just bounce off of each other. I got a pretty big list of games that I played this past year that are not 2023 games. A lot of my um, list we've... includes games that actually came out this year. Yeah, we already talked about all the games that I wrote down that came out this year. Um, did you list anything that came that did not come out this this past year that you? Yeah. Okay. I mostly just went through and wrote out all of the games that I either let's played or streamed this year, so. You have, oh, you have yep. the floor. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to go first or not. Um, Once again, so your name's Jack. 
Yeah. Your name is Jack. Um, did you want me to talk about just games that I played for the first time, or just games you played in general? Games okay. You played. I mean, you can you can focus on whichever is more important to you. I just wrote down. I'm just gonna go through them. Just go through them. So, starting at the end of the last year and leaked into the beginning of, uh, well, starting at the end of 2022 and leaking into the beginning of 2023 was my Let's Play for A Hat in Time, uh, which was fun. I It was really fun revisiting that game. Um, got to play one of the DLCs that I had never touched before, and I enjoyed it. Uh, love that game. Uh, this is another one that Landon played... Because Landon and I streamed Scott Pilgrim vs. the World together. That was a lot of fun. That was that fun. Was super fun. Great game. Uh, I did a quick stream of Donut County, uh, which is always a fun time. Always love the the item descriptions and just the dialogue in general. Uh, as well as Landon and I reduxing, well, technically not reduxing for the first time uh saving for the first time playing for the second time donkey kong country streaming for the second uh, time yeah streaming for the second time saving the vods for the first yeah. time but um i mean that's a classic haven't played it yet uh hey here's one here's a big one that I did not get to until this year, or this past year, that I had not played previously. We have Ace Attorney Investigations 2. Uh, Miles, Ed starring our boy, Miles Edgeworth. And our other boy, Dick Gumshoe. And also, there's some other characters. Like Kay Faraday. They matter less than, than Kay Faraday. And trying to think of like a really obscure character from the game the kid that was uh dressed like godzilla the the actor kid oh um, yeah i don't remember but, their um, name <laughs> <laughs> i don't either uh but no it uh investigations too like people talked up that shit for years like over a decade before i played it in full uh, technically, I had played about half of the game uh, before playing through it this year, but I mean, the second half of the Ace Attorney game is always the more important half. So, I mean, did I really experience the game until I streamed no. it? Um, I choose to believe no. No. But it was a great game. I really enjoyed it. All the cases were really fun. The third one drags on for a little too long, but it's also like a back and forth between like past and present day where you play as Gregory. So it's pretty cool in that regard, but yeah, no, great game. Um, I let's played Super Mario Galaxy, baby. Uh, for my final let's play. That was a pretty and... fun let's play. I enjoyed it, and it's still, like, one of my favorite games, period. Uh, did a stream, Redux, of Kirby Superstar, and also got a copy of Kirby Superstar Ultra, 
uh, again this year, and I had been I've been playing that on and off lately, like in my spare time. Uh, and yeah, classic, classic. I uh, did a stream redux of Landon's favorite game that I've ever played for this channel, Sonic Adventure One. <laughs> Landon's trying to gag himself. I thoroughly enjoyed those streams, though. I had a fun time. Um, it was fun. I did a stream. We we streamed uh, Tony Hawk's Underground, and that was uh that was fun. That was a patron choice, except for the except for the copyright stuff, which that was annoying to deal with. Thankfully, only affected the first VOD, but unfortunately affected any of them. But yeah, no, Tony Hawk's Underground is my favorite Tony Hawk game, and it's, like, ooh, so good. So fucking good. Still buttery smooth to this day. Thugs stay winning. Uh, uh, and then for one of my two Spookfest games this year, we streamed The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. And that was definitely a game that I played this year. We got Cheese Whiz on cam. Live Cheese Whiz reaction. Keep going every other game, now. every other game I have listed on here is stuff we already talked about because it's games that came out this year. Okay. So. I've got a big list of games, but I can kind of condense some of it. So I basically went, I kind of mostly went in order except for... Except I didn't. Uh, the first game I played was actually the Dawn of Souls release of Final Fantasy 1, and I finally completed that game. Uh, it is, I mean, it's archaic. It is Final Fantasy 1, but uh, it's a really good release of it. There, I I enjoy it. I, I'm a sucker for some, like, old-school RPGs if they're at least fun enough, and I just like the dynamic of just being able to pick a party of four right out whatever classes you want out of a decent selection and just kind of i said it earlier i'm a i'm a sucker for player choice and final fantasy one gives you a decent bit of player choice even if it is a little dated so that was fun uh i played through for the first time golden sun i beat that game and that is probably one of my new favorite game boy advance games that was an incredible game I started Final, uh, Golden Sun The Lost Age, but I didn't really get too far in it yet. I just ended up getting sidetracked. But Golden Sun, it's a, it's a, it's kind of like Jack, what Jack said about Super Mario RPG. It's kind of a simple game, but it's very solid about being simple. I like that, like you can do like synergy on the overworld. It's pretty cool, and then it's also usable in battle, and you can mix and match like the gins to like give different loadouts of skills for characters it's pretty sweet uh this one i'm gonna have to like read it off of the case because i don't i can't remember this name for the life of me but uh as a uh birthday gift from my girlfriend she got me miss kobayashi's dragon maid burst forth chorogon breath which is it's a shoot 'em up with kobayashi characters so it's fun it's pretty cool i liked it you get to switch between the three, uh, like three char- three different characters. So three or four. So I think it's like it's like three or four. You get to like you basically just switch between them, and you just have access to them at all times. So it's 
it's pretty fun. They all have different like shot patterns. Um, I don't have the actually. I'll I'll show this one next. I so I got a a couple new pieces of hardware this past year. The first one. I'm not going to hold it up, but it is the uh, Retron 5. Uh, after hearing about Landon's experience with the Retron 5 for so long, I was like, you know, I've really just got to get one. I've really just got to get one. So I did. I've been able to stream and play some uh, games through that. I played quite a bit of Final Fantasy 1 on that. I played quite a bit of uh, Golden Sun, but I also used it to stream super mario brothers deluxe that was like me kind of doing a redux of the first mario game because the lp for that is is bad it's it's very bad uh and then i also played almost all of super mario advanced aka super mario brothers 2 i say almost because i kept dying on the final boss and my controller inputs like they were kind of like doing like weird directions because it's kind of a crappy third party hyperkin controller that like kind of gets the job done but not if you're doing like fine-tuned movement so i got frustrated and never finished it oh well maybe one day uh and then super mario brothers 3 super mario advance 4 i streamed that as well i also got a ps5 and i got until landon bought me a second game one whole ps5 game ratchet and clank rift apart wow it is it is a very good uh game but I also mostly spent my PS5 time this year uh, playing PS4 games that some of them, they have like upgrades, some of them don't. But it was mostly because my PS4 is kind of like falling apart on me. So like, I just wanted to get new hardware that I knew was going to last me a long time. Speaking of which, I, uh, I'll go, I'll get back to that later. The Actually, one of the biggest games I played this past year is actually a very old game, uh, Fantasy Star 4 End of the Millennium. I originally started playing this actually back in 2022, but I barely played a lot of it, and this was on my girlfriend's Genesis Mini. So I had found it on NSO Genesis uh, online early into last year, so I was like, screw it, I can play it on my own Switch. I'll just restart the file fresh from that, and I'll go through it. And I could hardly put that game down. That game is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. One of my favorite games of all time now. Fantasy Star 4. Incredible game. I played a lot of Dragon Ball this past year. We had a podcast. It was like three and a half hours long. I I went I went way too hard for that podcast, dude. Yeah, you did. I played I played so much Dragon Ball that I'd never touched before including the Legacy of Goku trilogy. I had, like, barely played, like, one entry before for, like, five minutes. I played through the whole trilogy this time. The first one sucks. The second one's all right. I like the third one the most because it has more RPG elements, but it, it's it's one of those things where it's got to be your cup of tea or it's not. Dragon Ball Z Attack of the Saiyans. That's, like, one of the best Dragon Ball games. If you haven't watched our podcast on Dragon Ball games... Landon and I gush about that game quite a bit. Because that's a good game. Uh, I also played the Dragon Ball Raging Blast games for the first time. I'd never touched them before in my life. And uh, I probably will never touch them again. Because they're pretty run-of-the-mill, by-the-numbers, not-as-good-as-Tenkaichi 3D arena fighters. 
Yeah, sure. The the character roster is pretty cool in Raging Blast 2. Ultimate Tenkaichi is technically a Raging Blast game by gameplay, and it sucks. So, yeah. And then, last game, I didn't grab it out of my chest, and I'm not going to try to go back and get it, because the label for it's really hard to tell anyway. It was Dragon Ball Z Extreme Batoden. It's a pretty solid, underlooked uh, game on the 3DS. Nice fighting game. And also, Dragon Ball Advance Adventure... That was a really solid side scroller on GBA. So that's that's like that's just the games I played that I'd like barely ever or never touched before. I I played other Dragon Ball games, but I played them before, so I'm not gonna talk about them again. Uh, there was also um, going back to having a PS5. I was playing quite a bit of stuff on there. Namely, I got back into a replay of Dark Cloud Two where I. I'm like this close to platinuming the game, like this close. Like I have to do like some photo stuff, and then I have to do like Sfida, which is like the golf mini game, and I have to do that through like all the levels. So like I have to like complete those, but I'm like pretty close to having everything. So I, I have to get back to that. There was also uh, the Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix LP. I think I started it at like the very end of 2022, but the vast majority of the Let's Play has been this year, and that's been pretty fun. I mean, I can't really speak for Jack or Landon, but I think the LP has been pretty fun for the most part for Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. We went to visit Vinny, Winnie the Pooh recently. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, and then Landon's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a good time. And then there was also, we did a Mario Kart podcast, so prepping for that, I also played a bunch of Mario Kart, but namely, I actually really dug my teeth into Super Mario Kart, because I hadn't played a whole lot of it up until then. So, I played it, we have thoughts on it, we talked about the Mario Kart games on our podcast dedicated to that, but I had also played Mario Kart Double Dash, which I had only very briefly played once before, and again, my thoughts on that are on the other podcast, I'm not going to keep elaborating. There was two games where I played some DLC. Uh, one of the games was DLC that came out this year, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I played through the DLC that had came out during the last quarter of the year. And it's pretty good DLC, like I'll admit. Like I had quite a lot of fun with it. I think it's pretty solid. It was really nice having like two massive sub-regions to explore. It was pretty cool going to uh, a region that was like Japan-inspired again with Kitakami and... The terrarium is pretty cool and having like the option to like basically transmit your mind into a Pokemon and just like play around as a Pokemon. That's that's caused some funny clips to show up on the internet. Like people running around as a toad's cool. That's like the funniest thing. Uh, and then the other game I played DLC for was Dragon Ball Z Kakarot actually, which had a PS5 upgrade. But I only had like the first two DLCs. So like the battle of gods resurrection f covering ones they're the weakest dlcs of the bunch unfortunately i just haven't had the chance to like buy the other dlcs i haven't played the few the the trunk stuff yet either but it's it did warm me up so like i do want to eventually go back and play that other dlc and then just to wrap up the last couple things that i played was more stream titles i also streamed ape escape 
and I've been trying to... I started streaming Grandia 2, and then I had a mishap, so I haven't streamed Grandia 2 for a while. But we're very close to getting back to it. I'm actually, like, very close to getting back to where we left off, so... Streams, streams returning soon. Uh, that's most of the major stuff I've played this past year. I don't remember... I played some Dragon Quest Treasures, but I don't remember if that was the end of December or if it was, like, the beginning of January. So I didn't, like, actually put it down on notes, but I played a little bit of that. I gotta get back to it. It's pretty fun. So, yeah, that that I had a long list of stuff. I played a lot of stuff this year. Not necessarily stuff that came out this year, but I did play a lot of stuff. Oh, and of course, all the stuff that was mentioned earlier in the podcast that I did actually play. So, yeah. Landon, what is your list of games you've gone through this year? Um, some stuff I played uh, this last year. I finished up my playthrough of Trails from Zero. I'd started that back when it came out in uh, 2022. Wrapped it up in 2023. Like, I want to say like half of the game got played in 2023, which is why I'm like putting it here. It's good. It's real good. Um, it's very, as far as like to give like perspective on it, it's very similar uh, to Trails in the Sky in terms of like pacing. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot some one other thing oh. that to mention. It's fine. It was just another thing that we covered. It was DLC from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because this game got a bunch of DLC and we played a lot of it. We never played that game before. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I've never even heard of that game. I, yeah, exactly. See, the man knows. Um, some stuff I played for uh, some so the podcasts. I played Kirby Squeak Squad through for the first time. I started Mass Attack. Started. Started Mass Attack. I got to about. I think I finished the first world, and that's about it on that one. Um, and then I played through the. 3D Classics version of Kirby's Adventure, and that was fun. Um, I think the, the 3D version really uh, added uh, like a bit uh, to that. They did a little bit of touch-up here and there, so it was cool. Um, some other stuff, I played a bunch of Dragon Ball games as well. Um, biggest one of the lot was definitely Attack of the Sands. Fantastic RPG. Um, weakest point is they fucking tease something that we never got yeah yeah um but then i played the revenge of uh king piccolo that one was pretty fun up until i got to cyborg we're not even cyborg town just a mercenary town fuck him um i played a good chunk of origins one um legacy of goku two i played a bit of but that game sucks, so... You just didn't like the fact that the game was, like, trying to railroad you into using Super Saiyan Vegeta for the Android fight. I want to play Piccolo when he was the prominent character during that section. He's the one who actually fights Dr. Jiro. Let me play as Piccolo. Too bad. I, want to, I don't want to play as a fucking... Super salad yeah, vegetable. I don't want to play as a good vegetable. <laughs> Silly. Um, and then uh, as far as like I played Mario Kart Tour 
That was a game. I, I played that for like two weeks. Oh yeah, I played that yeah. for like, I like a half hour. I like that you acknowledge that Mario Kart Tour is a game, but not Alan Wake 2. Well, I played it. I had... We don't have an Alan Wake podcast. Let me know when there's a like a, a Remini Studios podcast, uh, and right. I might acknowledge it. Probably uh, not, though. It's we hid it in the cupboard, top shelf. Oh, I'll go. I'll go searching later. Um, some stuff I played not for podcasts and not for content for this channel that did not come out this year. I started Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. I'm about halfway through it right now, um, so yeah. you'll be hearing about it more uh, in our year in review 2024. <laughs> um, and then I played through Super Princess Peach. That one is uh, super fun. Um, some stuff I played uh, for the channel. I wrapped up my whatever LP, killed LPs forever, they're dead. I don't have to talk about them ever again. Um yeah, we yeah, finished yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures. I played through Mighty Switch Force, The Legend of uh, Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle Seasons. We played through SteamWorld Dig. Uh, we did uh, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Uh, we did Spookfest uh, with Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me. Yeah. Played through Goodbye World. And uh, we started Tunic uh, last year. It got wrapped up in January of this year. Um, so that one was fun. Um, yeah, that was all the stuff I, that did not come out this year that I played, that I cared about to remember to write down. All right. Um, I didn't ask you guys to like note, jot anything down for this. Cause I just wanted to ask this one off the cuff, but last thing before we uh, do our usual podcast wrap up is. Are there any games coming up that you are super anticipated for that you just want to kind of mention real quick? Persona 3 Reload. We did this last time. Yeah. We did. We did? Oh, that's right. Yeah. You made us do a whole podcast. Like a portion of a podcast. See, it would have fit better in this podcast. That's why I'm thrown off. the, The other one was for the podcast at the beginning of the year so it made sense there too just in case there was something in january yeah fair enough it just it feel it's just it's so off-putting that like we did that in a separate podcast than this one anyway the correct answer is princess peach showtime that too yeah also mario versus donkey kong remake yeah that one's looking fun um, Has there been anything that was like announced between that podcast and this that is notable? Because I'm, try- I'm, tr- I'm trying of. to think. Because it has been like, what, a month? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Um, I mean, like the big stuff, there's a new Sharon the Wanderer game that's coming up that I'm looking forward to. Um, I probably mentioned most of these uh, last time. Um, there's a new Opus game. Um it might already be out, but the physical release is coming up uh, that I'm picking up. Um, there's a new Catan game. There is a new uh, Catan. The physical Hell release yeah. for that is is coming out, so I'm hoping that has online. And we can actually fucking... Uh, I want to play Catan again so bad. It's so fucking good. Um, and then, what else? We got Apollo 
the Apollo trilogy coming up? Stream. Uh, well, if you're listening to this podcast audio, like, you know, in podcast form, this is only for the people who are watching live right now, but stream Apollo Justice coming this Friday. As long as the game shows up on time. It should. Okay. I, you're gonna, not, you're gonna be will, so mad if it doesn't. If if not, I will burn Amazon to the ground. Uh, you know, we can just burn Amazon to the ground regardless if it shows up on time. I, I, I like that idea, actually. Cool. But I'll wait until after I get the game. Then we can burn it to the ground. Awesome. Um, what else? Do, 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 do. Uh, I do actually, uh, actually. I do have one yeah. other question, actually. Um, so when do you I, have anything you're looking forward to? Uh, pretty much just the stuff I mentioned in that last podcast. Now that I think about it, because like I was thinking, I was like, wait, no, I did say all of this pretty much already, and there yeah. wasn't anything new that was announced. But so when we listed off the games that we played, did you guys include stuff that like you had just basically played like this past month? Like since we since we were doing this at the end of January, or is there games that you just started this past month that were not included in your list that like you maybe haven't finished up yet that you're looking forward to getting to? Oh, you mean like stuff? Something that's kind of like fallen in the interim and like in the middle of like this past month that either you started or just bought, just haven't gotten to finishing yet. The stuff. Um, so, I mean, I've talked about most of it, I think, at this point. Uh, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, I'm still playing. Um, Trails to Azure, I'm still playing. And I just wrapped up Dragon Quest Monsters. That fucking, the boss, the second phase to fucking Randolfo the Tyrant was hilarious. I, I mentioned it a little bit in the Discord, but it's a two-phase fight. I lost the second phase the first time, but it lets you just start back at the the second phase. You just walk back up to him and start at the second phase again, which is excellent game design. I don't need to waste my time fucking refighting him in the first phase. Um, he he will like at sometimes he'll try and poison your team, and he ended up poisoning the one person who can like reciprocate, like, status elements back onto people. So, he severely poisoned my unit, but then he also severely poisoned himself, and starts doing 900 damage to himself that's, every single time he damages himself. That's funny. Good game. And, like, time. I mean, that, that was, like, it was hilarious, because then I just steamroll him. The first time around, I lost to him because you, there's a random chance that someone goes into a frenzied state and can do extra attacks and have, like, higher damage output. And he got that in the first one and just, like, started mowing through my people. And I was like, I can't heal, like, people back up fast enough to, like, deal with this. It's it's not worth it. So I just let myself game over and uh, try him again. But he just, he, he, the game was just like, well, we kind of did you bad that first time around. Let's give it to you this time. It was good. I will say... Oh, and um, I guess... Oh. I guess I can show it off real quick. Oh, Landon's going to show something off. He's got... A Zelda Game & Watch. Don't tell people, Jesus Christ. It's only for the people who can see. Well, too bad. If you're going to sh- show it, 
then it, I gotta say it for the listeners. It's not fair to them. Fuck you, listeners. Watch it live on Twitch or go watch the VOD. Wow, that's mean. Uh, well, you know what? We're gonna have some of our followers listening to the to the YouTube export of this after that didn't get the chance to tune in live. Well, they can fucking go watch the VOD on Twitch, too. They don't have to watch it on YouTube. True, you did say that we're gonna have that this one saved so uh for me i so i started recently getting kart racers and i play i've been playing i started playing uh uh, sonic and all-stars racing transformed i was telling jack about my thoughts about the game in a call uh i think it was like before a stream or recording or something but uh I have to say, or maybe it was just like us, like just calling, chatting one day, but that's a game I'm going to be playing more of and great game. Oh yeah. Fantastic game. And I also picked up crash team race sing nitro fueled for PS4. So I've got, I'm, I'm doing cart racers. I, I streamed to, uh, uh, Toho Genso Skydrift. That was, that's also a cart racer. Landon and Jack had no goddamn clue what was going on. They were there. I mean, I had a pretty basic understanding of what was going on. Yeah, there was racing on it. You were supposed to say that you had no idea what was going on. It's a bit. It had Wario's Goldmine. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. It It was pretty easy to understand what was going on. It had Wario's Goldmine. It had Rosalina's Ice World. It had Rainbow Road and Bowser's Castle. And Mario Circuit. Yeah, Mario Circuit. And Cerno Circuit, apparently. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... B- pretty much that's just stuff that I'm, like, stockpiling, because we're going to be doing... We've mentioned it in a, in a stream recently, but we're going to be doing a, a long-term project with kart racers, apparently. So it's going to be fun. We just gaslit him into it. It's funny. Yeah, I got completely gaslit into it. You don't get to take credit for it necessarily either. This I was said like, we. This was this was this was buggy and pixel in the in the Discord more than anybody else. I was involved. You barely did anything compared to them. I... They've they've really been gassing it up. Like they've been. Like, have you seen the amount of stuff, amount of times that they've been like going at me? For- I think Zucchini is also involved now. True. But are you just calling out those two because they're st- Silver Steerage two Stooges? Yeah, I guess I am. They are also Silver Stooge tier <laughs> on our Patreon, so I guess I don't have a choice but to listen to them then, huh? Yeah, they. They pay for democracy. They pay for this podcast to go out everywhere, so. But I also pay for this podcast to go out. Yeah, you do. But they pay a little so more. So you should listen to me. I, I pay. F- I, I listen to you a little less than them. I mean, that's fair. That's... I listen to me a little less, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically what I've been, like, getting into. But, I mean, we'll come back around for just other stuff. Like, what we've been Jack. up to. Jack. Have you just been playing Super Mario RPG? Or have you been up to other no. stuff? What's that? Or have you been up to other stuff? 
Oh, you mean lately? Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't been at the much lately. Honestly, I've been kind of in like a. You've seen kind of in a. You've seemed really tired lately. I've been in a slump, and mm. I think it's the weather. Yeah. Like, the weather sucks. I have no motivation to do anything. It's been snowing so. I just want to. God damn much. It's been so cold. It's been so wet. I. I hate this month. I hate January. This weather fucking sucks. It's funny too. I've been to. We had like no. I have been to. I have been to a local show, in the past couple weeks. It's the only show I've been to so far this year, and that like, seeing like people I know for the first time in a hot minute was like nice, and it was a it was a fun show. But like, man. I've had nothing else going on lately. I've mostly just been like, if I'm not doing stuff for this channel, I'm just kind of hanging out with my girlfriend when I can. And that's about it. I've been, God, so goddamn busy. I, when I'm not playing games like I've been mentioning, uh, I've been editing videos or editing something. I I've been work I recently got a video that just like completely took off on my solo channel. So my solo channel is now monetized and I'm working hard on videos for that. But I still do have to get back to editing stuff for this channel because we've got that Patreon exclusive that's coming up. So that's gonna be fun. We we got that. So I've been teasing it, that's been fun. Um, I think that's really been it, though. It's just been a lot of busyness. Just a lot of, just a lot of video work. Oh, I, um, successfully modded my 3DS, so I've been able to, like, uh, find ways to record my DS and 3DS games through my actual copies. So, I'll be able to make videos and stream stuff through that like we were actually talking about earlier like the possibility of us doing mario kart 7 online and having somebody stream it i will be able to do that in a way it's it it'll be weird to set up but i think i should be able to figure something out with that so it'll be fun uh yeah that's pretty much it though how about you landon i haven't done much just because like dragon quest monsters took over your life i mean yeah i was playing a lot of dragon quest monsters and trying to wrap that up um and then like playing zelda one on the game and watch uh like has been like the off thing i've been doing um and like we had uh like we had an ice storm last week so like i couldn't do much I still went to work because I was able to get to my car and stuff, but, like, even, like, that was, like, fucking piss slow. So, like, I, I haven't really been doing... Like, nothing really has happened since the last podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. It's mostly just usually been... Usually I have something fun. Yeah. It's mostly just been a lot of finishing up stuff for this podcast for us to be able to yeah. talk a little bit more about. For all three of um, us, really. Kari did have a concert uh, just this last weekend. Um, it was her final concert that she's doing with that group. 
and it was a good show. I went to the the last showing of it, um, and um, it was very interesting. She it was choir plus a dance group, and so it was it was cool. I enjoyed it. That was pretty much like the only thing I did out in the world, just because of everything. But yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I have a question though. You do have a question. If we're just go- if we're just gonna wrap up, are you, are you yeah, just yeah. about to wrap up? I mean, we are about to wrap. We basically shared everything else. So, what's your question? Well, we didn't answer this. What's your top five favorite games you played? True. Uh, that's tough. We're doing a year in review. Let's. That's tough. Can you? Um. Can you do it? Is it like based on just the games from this past year, or just, like just the just, games just, you played, just in general? Oh. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, So, I think... Fantasy Star 4. (laughs) I want to order this. So, like, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Jack, do you have an idea? I think, like... I think my favorite game that I played this year was probably Super Mario Wonder. Um, Like... Like, Tears of the Kingdom is great, too, and that's solidly a second place. But, like, Mario Wonder was just, like... I mean, I played all of it, for one. Uh, And, two, I, you know, I had a really fun time streaming it. And it had a lot of unique levels. A lot of, like, really cool level design ideas lot of cool wonder seed gimmicks and all that uh it's all good stuff uh after that is tears of the kingdom uh after that probably uh, like a recent entry but mario rpg uh has been very fun so far and it's a new game to me so i i count it yeah that's fair um I'm going to say prob I'm going to try to limit this to stuff that came out this year. But I'm oh, including I said whatever two- you played this year, so True, but also Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair. I'm going um, to go with just stuff I played this year cuz otherwise I don't think my list would be as cool. Um I'll say Ace Attorney Investigations 2. Uh, playing that all the way through was a really great time. And then... Uh, I'd say Ghost Trick. Like, I could say Metroid Prime. Like, Metroid Prime is obviously like one of my 10, 5 maybe favorite games ever. But like... Just the... I don't know. I just had... It, it, it was a fun experience. I haven't played Ghost Trick in a very, very long time. And I don't remember a lot about it uh, prior to streaming it, of course. But, um, yeah, no. I had, a, I had a really fun time with it. So that's my five. Uh, nice. All right, so my five, in order, counting down. Number five, Dragon Ball Z Attack of the Saiyans. Good answer. Good, good, good game. I can't believe I never played it before this past year. That's a good game. Uh, number four, and this one could change retroactively. It's just because I haven't played enough of it, but I played a lot. Would be Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. 
I think it's just because I've been wowed by the other games that are above it more, but I mean, it's still really, really good. Uh, number three, Golden Sun. Like, that was... I, I can't believe it took me that long to get to Golden Sun. That's a really good game. I love that game now. Number two, Super Mario Wonder. And that obviously leaves number one as Fantasy Star 4 at the end of the millennium, because, like, I can't sing praises enough. These are all games that I did finish for, or at least played a lot of for the first time this year. So I'll, I'll count them. I'll count what I played. So, yeah, those are my five. All right. So mine, I would probably go, um, this is a little off the cuff. Um, Attack of the Sands. That one was really good. Um, I really enjoyed playing uh, The Legend of Anayuta Boundless Trails. Um, I'm probably going to put that over the other two, just because I did play a good chunk of Trails from Zero in 2022, and I still haven't played, like, the back half of a Trails game, much like Ace Attorney, is, like, the shit that really matters. I feel like, because that's where, like, a bunch of the major story happens. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, I'm not comfortable yet. Like, I don't know where I would place Azure in a in a Trails tier tier listing like if you wanted me to rank it I, I still don't know yet so that's I'm not I'm not adding that but like Boundless Trails I had a lot of fun with so that's easy number four slot I'll probably go f- Fire Emblem Engage uh, okay. for my number three um ooh actually god damn it because, I was gonna say I was gonna say there's, yeah, there's so many games that you've been singing praises of I mean, you there's still three got, of them that are really good. You still got DQ Monsters. You still got Tear. Uh, you didn't say Tears of the Kingdom yet, right? No. You didn't say Mario Wonder yet. All right, I have to change this up a bit. <laughs> um, definitely not number four. Um, I, I probably is going to be a top seven because <laughs> I forgot some stuff uh, and I didn't really think this out. So, Attack of the Sands, uh, Boundless Trails, um, Fire Emblem Engage. I'd probably go Dragon Quest Monsters after that. Real fun game. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Number two, I'm going to go with Super Mario Wonder. And then number one, Pikmin 4. That's fair. Nice. I had to to cop it out a little bit and add a couple slots, but... Oh, well. Yeah. There's just... 2023 had... It's fair share of solid games that released in it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, from the ones I got to, like, I really enjoyed um, some good stuff. And then just because of the nature of us switching over to this, like, to the podcast where we're trying to play a little bit more, like, just stuff to, like, talk about a series. Um, especially, like, Cloud and myself. Not so much Jack. God, I played. He'll, he'll jump into some stuff. I played so much freaking Mario Kart and Dragon Ball, and I'm getting ready to play so much Zelda coming up. This is gonna be fun times. Yeah, like Cloud and I put it like Cloud did a lot more Dragon Ball than I did, but I played a, a good number of Dragon Ball games. So it's like I can't not talk about Attack of the Sands. It was it was a highlight of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. 
But like Persona 5 Tactica was also really fun, and I did enjoy my time with Reboot Camp. So like, so now you got nine Squeak Squad. <laughs> you got nine and ten. There's and ten. Squeak Squad. There's ten. There you go. There's you got top, you got top ten. You went the whole extra mile. <laughs> there yeah, you go. I did the full. I did the full gambit. Um, but I mean, that's not even touching the stuff I streamed. But also, like most of that stuff, I had already played. The only like, there was like three games. Dragon Quest Treasures, I count as a 2022. Like I just wrapped up the streams this year, but like, the Devil in Me was fun. That was a fun like experience. Yeah, it was. So yeah, but yeah, like I think I had a, a solid ten. All right. Okay, that's that's all I have. Yeah, we have been going for almost three hours now, so... No, this is not even the longest podcast. Come on, yeah. we could probably do some more. This, this is this is not the longest podcast, but it's definitely been, um, been one of them. So thank you all for tuning in. Let's roll the outro. Good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed, or follow us on youtube.com slash gaming stooges and twitch.tv slash gaming stooges for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash gaming stooges. See you next time!